better and 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 better Hello and welcome to show 26 of hello. the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Oh, so you saying hello? You saying hello to the other people who can't say hello back? You wasn't yeah. saying hello to me. Oh, sorry, I'll, I'll no, cross boys. Sorry about that. Sorry Shut about up, Shinny. Jeez, let him do his work. Okay, sorry. here we are. What episode is this? Uh, 26. 26! Atomic number of iron. Oh, God. Yeah, you're such a nerd. <laughs> yeah. Or is it's it geek? I don't know. Yeah, what right, is that? It's also the geometric number of the name of God in Israel, Yahweh. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, anyway, we've got Chinny. You've heard him. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm, I'm tucking on a lollipop. Lovely. Right. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> uh, what sort of lollipop is it? Is it a chupa um, cup? No, it's from, um, you know, the big bag of lollipops. You know. It's well, like cheapo. A, that's nice and specific. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it was where on. you bite down them, you, you just can wrench your teeth out with them. Yeah, uh, pretty much, yeah. Uh, uh, I just yeah. bought a big bag of lollipops because I thought, you know, why not? Yeah, so you've not, got, not? The, not got the designer lollies, the chupa cups. Nah, no, nah, that was a, a pop dream, man. Forget yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Too expensive. Uh, and we've got Duke here. I came here from a faraway planet. A planet ruled by a chauvinistic man-pewter that was really a man-bot. Have you any idea how it feels to be a fembot living in a man-bot's man-pewter's world? What? I feel... Is that Futurama? Hey! There you go. There, there you go. go. Anyway, Duke, I want anyway. to have a talk to you before we get going this week. You know? Yeah. Um, do, yes. I, be, I believe you're a bit stupid. Is, is that fair? <laughs> I'm very say? stupid. Apparently. Is that fair to say? Look, you know, I believe you've been struggling with a game. No, oh. I, I, I'm not anymore. I'm not. You can um, stop using that present participle. I struggled with a game, and then I said, "Saw this," <laughs> and I turned it off. So, so I thought, you know, I'd help you out because, you know, um, yeah, there, there is an official walkthrough on the Braid website. Yeah, I saw that. Game. He's a jackass. Listen, I'm just going to patronize you for a little bit. Here we go. This, for this those is... who don't know, the game is Braid. I hate it. It sucks. <laughs> this is Jonathan Blow's official walkthrough. And he did this on purpose because he said people who couldn't do the game without a walkthrough were a bit stupid. Yeah, um, well, screw him. So this is how he did his walkthrough. It is quite funny. His first bit is start of the game. And then he says, at the beginning of the game, you start out in a silhouette against a city backdrop, as shown here. And then there's a picture of the opening screen. <laughs> um, walk to the right until you emerge into light and eventually walk up the stairs and into the house. <laughs> and then he has a, a little diagram of that. Now enter the door next to the frame. That says World 2. You will appear in this cloud room. <laughs> so he's, uh, it's fair to say he's quite patronizing. His, I mean, did you, did you actually ever read through his walkthrough? Yes, I read through his walkthrough. I quoted his walkthrough on the website. Yep, yep. Did you feel thoroughly patronized? <laughs> He's a jackass. <laughs> no, do you, do, you, do you think he is? I don't think he is. I, I, don't, do. I, don't, I don't know if I'd say he's a jackass, but I mean, it's pretty pompous because he says, here, wait, what is it? All the puzzles in Braid are reasonable. Yes. 
the solutions tend to be simple and natural. That may have been his intention, but he can't determine whether they actually are reasonable. That's like saying if I write a story and somebody's confused by the story, I'm like, well, you're just an idiot because you don't understand my brilliant story. I mean, he also says he also says none of them are based on trial and error, which is completely false it's as well. It's a totally lie. You think Flower's pretentious. No, I actually <laughs> like Braid, but John, Jonathan Blow, he's a pretentious guy. Very. I mean, I, look, I'll give, its, I'll give Braid its due, because I don't want to be one of these people who only ever harps on the negative. Um, it, you know, it looks great. The sound's awesome. You know, I read some interview where he was talking about how when you jump on the bad guys, they make a sound that's like, oh, you know, like they're being hurt, and it's, it's supposed to be, you know, it's not as happy as it seems and all this stuff, and that's fine. But I, I just felt like the structures of the game were not as intuitive as they could have been, and... Um, you know, I, you know, it, it, I, I, I admit that it's, it may just be that it doesn't, it's not a good fit for me. You know, like that winter bottom game, it just sort of wasn't my thing. So, okay, if other people want to spend two hours trying to figure out one of those puzzles, I'll go for it. I'm not interested. Look, it has, look, it has a pearl of wisdom here for you. Uh huh. If you are having problems solving a puzzle, don't give up. There you go. Because <laughs> he says, now listen, listen. Some of the puzzles will be hard. Look, he's warning yes. me now. Some will be hard. But when you manage to solve those hard puzzles, you, and this is sort of in bold lettering, you will feel very good about it. No, I won't. I won't feel anything about it because I'm not going to waste two <laughs> hours of my life on one of his little video game puzzles. The game will feel very rewarding. Don't rob yourself of that feeling by uh. reading the walkthrough. Dude, what kind of... <laughs> I mean, talk about pompous. Like, what, what is he thinking? You will have an orgasm when you finish this puzzle. Look, you Give have, it a break, dude. You, Come on, it's a video game. Look, you have played this game. You know what it looks like. You know... You, you, would you expect anything less? Really? Then what? From, a two-hour puzzle? No, from him sort of being pompous, because his game's wow. all about being pompous. Yeah, because Robin Miller made a beautiful game that's kind of esoteric and abstract, and he's not a pompous ass. <laughs> Robin Miller's awesome. He's my best friend. He's doing horseback riding this weekend. <laughs> how was that? In my mind. <laughs> I was going to say, how was That's a weird fantasy. I is that an Aziz or uh, Amarge that he just did in uh, my mind? No. Oh, no. Well, he does that a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, anyway, game. That Bob, oh, sorry, I say, right uh, <laughs> he doesn't do that anymore. He right. also play games, you know. <laughs> um, you know, he does play games, actually. Yeah. Uh, Braid... Everybody says that that's an indie game, right? But when you borrow hundreds of thousands of dollars from a bank to make your game, I think it crosses the line of indie. Well, <sighs> not really. It depends he what you... a lot of money to well, make that make game. It depends so what... Smith when he made Clerks. Yeah, so it depends indie. what you term as indie. If, indie it just means it's an independent developer that's not linked to a large studio normally is what... Is I know, what it... but sometimes I, I class indie as a, a kind of couple of guys or one guy or something. Well, he is yeah, one guy, that. isn't he? Yeah, but like, you know, not not one guy with a lot of money. One guy. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a funny term, indie, and it can be interpreted yeah, in a number of ways. But it, it, I, you, suppose. I suppose it usually means it's not linked to a large developer. You know, it's not got a sort of big developer funding where they're giving him millions of pounds, you know, millions of pounds or dollars to do this huge and the big yeah, team right. developers. But, but that yeah. game was made with a lot of money, though. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Well, you can tell, can't you? Mm. But you loved it, didn't you, Ginny? So Duke's wrong, isn't he? Because you really like that game. I would say he's wrong. 
Um, some of the puzzles. I happen to not care for it myself. I, I, You're wrong. I do, I do think that he um, he probably gave up on it a little bit quick, uh, too soon. But I, I didn't struggle on uh, some of the earlier puzzles, but some of the later puzzles definitely did uh, knock me. I say, but I enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed it. There you go. But it's good to have those sorts of games. We need sort of games that are doing something different. Anyway, that game came out in 2008. It did. It did. So, uh, yeah, let's... uh, Therefore, there's no point in talking about it at all. Let's talk about more modern games. Um, I just wanted to touch on, by the way, I did listen to a podcast this week, uh, a new podcast, which I thought was really good, uh, which was Irrational Interviews, um, Mm -hmm. uh, which is basically Sean Elliott... And uh, the guy who made Bioshock, um, God, what's Ken his Levine. name? Ken Levine. Yeah, ba- and they basically get Ken other, Levine. yeah, they basically get other developers on to talk about their games and stuff, and it was really quite cool. And they had the guy who made Fallout Three on, uh, and it was quite interesting. I didn't realize it was, was just it, one was guy. That, that made was that one guy? <laughs> God, no, no, he has a lot of pseudonyms. No, that's not an indie game. Definitely not. Uh, <laughs> it was actually on indie games at Xbox. He, start, he started it when he was ten. He started it when he was ten. He finished it when he was thirty-five. Um, but Model yeah, no, the child it reminded so. me of something I'd forgotten all about, and I was meaning to mention at a later date when it wasn't really spoilerific anymore. About Fallout Three. No, no, Batman Arkham Asylum. It reminded me of something that happened whilst I was playing oh, that. Oh, I haven't played that yet. Oh, I mean, yeah, oh, oh, man. I wanted to talk about this, and I can't now, because I thought you two nope. guys played it now. Nope. Oh, Damn, I'll have to wait but... for another show to talk about that. <laughs> and he just reminded uh, yeah. me of a really cool bit that happened. Uh, well, I suggest you don't listen to that podcast yet, then, because it's a big spoiler. And, uh, don't worry, yeah, I won't. Yeah, and it is a big spoiler. It's quite. It was quite an interesting moment in the game. Oh well, never mind. The podcast I listen to these days is the Philosopher's Zone from Australian Radio. Yeah, that sounds really boring. Nerd. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do, I do listen to the Bugle though. Bugles. Yeah, the Bugle's good. Yeah. The Bugle. They had the, Hello, they had the, they had the old uh, producer on today. The, oh, well, yeah. I listened to it today. The Scottish guy. Very funny. Have the American on? No, he's great. I miss him. Love the American. God, the Bugles. Yeah. All right, games. On. Play games. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, God, yeah. we just don't want to talk about games, do we? I today, we just I, I want to talk about games from 2008. Sorry, for the person oh, who's no, riding their bike or driving to work, and you expected to hear three people talk about games. <laughs> I apologise to you. That three iTunes review is full of crap, free. man. These guys don't talk about games. What, what a game. is free, so you can't complain. That's right. You don't even pay for it, so stop. Please moaning. don't leave us a bad review. Um, Please. Anyway. Yeah, what, anyway, have you, what have you been up to, Duke, then? What have you, apart from Braid, which you obviously didn't like I've been playing much. lots of new games. Fear 2, <laughs> Trials <laughs> HD, uh, Teenage <laughs> Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're, oh, Turtles in Time. How are you finding that? Because you thought you might enjoy it. Yeah, it's fun. The wife and I are having a good time with it. You know, it's like, it's, it's button mashing. It's total button mashing, and it's completely ridiculous because it's all about, like, you know, that guy, I don't even remember his name, he's in charge of the cult that you're fighting all the time. He goes, I'm going to send you through a time void. And then you're, you're like, suddenly in a prehistoric, like, dinosaur I always, time. I always think his name's Sphincter for some reason, but I know it isn't. <laughs> I don't, anyway, so suddenly you're, you're face-to-face with a bunch of dinosaurs, but there's also the members of the Foot Clan are also back there with you for some reason. So it's like, well, what's the point of this? It's sheer window dressing. But whatever, I mean, you know. It's just more enemies for you to beat up with your nunchucks and stuff. Cowabunga! Pizza time! It's uh, it's very silly, but it's fun. I'm having a good time with it. I tried the uh, Magic the Gathering trial. All and, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. 
I suppose, again, like maybe I just need to give it some more time, but I played the demo three times. Is that that the card trading thing? Yeah. Magic the Gathering, is that where you put cards in front of the camera or something? It is. And it's it's not in front of the camera, but it's... um, I don't really know how you... Because my understanding is that when you play the game for reals, uh, you have this deck that you're constantly building by buying new card packs and winning games against other people or something. I don't really know how it works, but I don't understand how that would transfer over to the video game version because can you seize cards from other people then or buy new packs to go into your deck or whatever? I don't know. But I played it like three times and I mean, I was sort of getting the hang of it, but I was just like, you know what? I like the fact that this is turn-based combat, but it just felt a little, I don't know, again, complicated and I didn't think I would have a lot of fun with it, so I didn't buy it. It sounds it sounds to me a lot like even though I haven't tried it, it sounds a lot like Top Trumps crossed with Pokemon. Yeah, probably. You know that's what it sounds like. You know this weird. So is it like you pick a, a, a sort of an attribute of your thing and that's what you use, and if they have a high one, they win, and if you have a high one, you win. Is that how it works? Sort of, but there's also a lot of sort of management of your resources. So, for instance, you have to put down certain amounts of ground, like you have ground cards, and so you have to put down some ground cards, and then like, okay, here's this Mastodon that requires three ground cards to play. So your first three rounds, you have to play these ground cards, and your enemy is playing mountains or whatever. And then you put your Mastodon down, and then you can put these spells on that will make the Mastodon more powerful, and you attack your opponent, but if your opponent has a monster already on the table, then your monster has to attack the opponent's monster before it can attack your opponent, so it's sort of like you're putting up a wall between you and your opponent, and, and your opponent's wall is attacking your wall, and then but I couldn't figure out how to get my monsters to block their attacks, and so I don't know, it just felt like there was a whole lot at once, and if I ever played the card game for real, I'd probably have a lot more fun with the video game version of it, or, again, maybe I'm just stupid do you do you need a dungeon master? Okay. I think I do need a dungeon master. Actually, that's the other thing. I played a little more Final Fantasy VII because I was like, "Damn it, I want a game that's fun, turn-based combat." Final Fantasy VII, yes. And I went back and I had some good fights, and I was like, "Yeah." Yeah. So basically, you just sort of put all your attributes and then hit a button and let it all happen. Is what you mean? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, and yeah, else? and then you know a little bit more Fear Two, a little more Modern Warfare Two, fun stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Ginny, what have you? Have you been up to anything more exciting than... Uh, than I, bought, I bought FIFA 10, right? That's yeah. football. Now, it's a weird thing. It's a big step for me to buy, buy a FIFA game because I don't like football. Um, I kind of think that footballers are pussies and uh, <laughs> people that watch football are just kind of caught up in something that kind of isn't that important. But FIFA 10 is a very uh, well-put-together football game. I used to play football games when I was a bit younger. Uh, but yeah, FIFA 10 is a lot of fun. But the problem is when you when you when you put it. Sorry, I bought it and um, uh, it didn't work. Put the disc in, didn't work. Unreadable disc, three times in a row. Yeah, so I took it back today, thinking, oh, all right, I gotta take it back. And um, he didn't. The guy didn't even look at the receipt. He just replaced it straight away. So I got another one. And that works fine. Yeah, but you know why that is, don't you? Because they have like 100,000 million copies of that in the back room, don't they? Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he didn't even... Like, I brought my receipt and everything. I was kind of ready for an explanation of why it doesn't work and all this. Maybe he was going to quiz me. And he just went, oh, I need another FIFA, mate. This one doesn't work. He went, yeah, all right. <laughs> you know when you're kind of ready for a fight? And he's, he's just like, yeah, fine. <laughs> didn't even contest it. So, um, But when you, when you go into a FIFA game like that, 
Um, because this, this is this kind of, you know, you can argue it's the same game every year, but they do tweak it every year, and they kind of forget about people that don't play a FIFA game or a Madden mm. game, and then when they come into it, like I have, on yeah. like a game that is so polished and so refined and got so many features, I have no idea what to do. Like yeah. I'm like I'm looking at I'm looking at the menus and there are about four new features and eight altogether features and modes yeah. and I'm like what do I do? So I look for a, like a create the player type thing. I thought that's a good start and I did that and I can't, I'm kind of getting into it. So I enjoyed it. Um, what happened? Then, Whatever happened to this? You know, the days of sensible soccer and kickoff. Uh, um, well, if you got back and play those games, they're not that good, Stu. They so. are sensible soccer would be brilliant. We've got friends round. Can't charge forty pounds for that. I know, but I love sensible soccer and kickoff. I really like kickoff. Kickoff too, I think it was. I remember striker as well. That was one of those. Yeah. Um, so you just play. You know, get one round and just play. Yes. Yes. How's that nostalgia doing? Right. Uh, sorry. So I played Chipper Cypher because, uh, you know, he's, he bought the game about a week ago, so he's kind of addicted to it, and he, he was telling me how to do stuff. And I played him, and I beat him. Take that, America. Um, oh, in your face. <laughs> I was leading 1-0, and then it was drawing 1-1, and then I was leading 2-1, and then it was 2-2, and then I kicked his ass 3-2. So in your face. Bro. Take that. Right, anyway, the other game I've been playing is... The Saboteur. Oh, interesting. Okay. Right. Yeah. I was. I've got. I've kind of got into this game thinking uh, it's not going to be a polished sandbox game like GTA, but I still. I still think it's going to be a lot of fun. Right. You know, it's going. It's going to have something to it. Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) This game game is bad. Really bad. And you can kind of tell that the people did. They. They knew they was going to not have a job after this. You know, it really feels like it was made by people that just didn't care. Um, uh, but, all right, so, you know, you're an Irish guy. It's set in, um, you know, uh, France, and you're part of the resistance, and um, it's it's just as the war starts. So you play, like, a prologue, um, you know, and the war hasn't started, and then the whole war starts. Uh, and, yeah, you got to just kind of... Help the resistance for the uh, for the Nazis. Can I can I just uh, ask is 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 there a, a painting called the Fallen Madonna with the big boobies, and and is there some no. g- guy in a cafe called Rene? No, no, none no. Of, none of that stuff. None of that. None no, of you that. see that, that they made it more interesting. Something? Yeah, there was a there was a, a a really old sitcom on British television called Allo Allo. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Yes, with the, the fake uh, policeman. He used to pretend he was... Uh, That's right. Pretend he was French. And he was, are you pissing yourself? <laughs> I am a... Yeah, very, very funny. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ignorance Sorry. is always funny, isn't it? It's yeah, always funny. It's, it's, right, so... I mean, so you set in France. You, you're in a, you live in a strip club. And he's, you're this very typical, almost too typical, almost racist... Irish man. Uh, just, <laughs> if I was Irish, I'd be very offended because all he does is drink shag. Is it worse than the Irish in Red Dead? Um, it's on. It's on par. He's not as drunk as that guy, right? But yeah. I mean, if you stand around and do nothing, he'll light a cigarette and look at women and swear. So, uh, which is I've been to Ireland and I, I don't think uh, I don't think they're like that at all. Uh, not that much anyway. So, uh, so the game. Why I don't like it? You, I'm fighting with the controls all the time. Like yeah. the 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 gun ma- gun mechanics, uh, there's like platforming, uh, there's you know driving. I just every aspect of this game 
I, I fight with the controls. I, I can't seem to get used to them, right? And it, it look it's, it, to me, it seems like a game that's trying too many things. So it, it, there's one part where it's like a third-person action game uh, with a cover system, and then you can climb buildings, kind of like Assassin's Creed, and jump onto different buildings. And then there's a driving game and all this. And it kind of falls in between a GTA and an Assassin's Creed. It's not sure what it wants to be because neither of those mechanics work that well, right? And it just really, it really bugged me that I couldn't get used to it. I mean, the, the, the cover system is awful, right? There is a button for the cover system. You can press the LB button to, like, snap into cover, but snap is uh, not a very good word for it. It just kind of, like, you kind of... He kind of tractor beams towards it, you know what I mean? He just kind of floats towards it. Um, but if you if you just stand behind cover, he'll automatically go into cover. So there's times where he doesn't go into cover when you want him to. There are times when he does go into cover when you want him to, don't want him to. Very strange. I don't know why they even thought of not having a button for a, for the cover system. Very odd. Mm-hmm. And they're just like shooting guys, you, you know, when you feel like you don't feel like you're hitting them, you know, you shoot the gun and you you, you don't know if they hit the the target or anything. I'm like, what's going on? I, I don't know if they're they're working right. The climbing mechanics is boring, slow. The jumping mechanics is awful. Um, and the game does that thing where, uh, in, in GTA, what GTA does so well, and Red Dead Redemption do so well are kind of introduce the mechanics of the game very slowly to you, right? So it'll give you a mission, and it'll say, this, the, the, the whole point of the mission is to learn this mechanic, you know? Like, yeah. th- this is a mission where you learn cover system. This is a yeah, mission sure. where you learn to drop your friend off, or whatever. Yeah. In this game, it does that, it starts off doing that, and then it stops the game, right? It just, it just right, it goes, stop playing the game, right? And it'll throw, like, a three... Three pages of text in front of you, right? With <laughs> right. pictures saying, Weak. "Here's this, 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 and this, this. This is how the Nazis detect you. This is how your suit works. This is how you go and disguise. Go." All right, and I'm like, I don't want to read. You know, I'm the MTV generation. I just want to go. Um, <laughs> and then it kind of does it, but everything it just told you in the when it stopped the game, it kind of tells you when you're playing it as well. So it, to me, it seems like they didn't quite know. They were starting to do a tutorial, and then they just stopped it and went, let's go back and just explain everything. Um, so that's really bugging me. There, There's a lot of parts in the game where the cutscenes, you've got really nice-looking cutscenes where they're fully rendered. It's like a CGI cutscene, you know, like a cutscene that they put a lot of work into, and then you've got in-game cutscenes. And those really nice-looking um cutscenes come in like key moments of the missions, you know what I mean, so there's one part where you find some treasure, and then this massive cutscene happens, and I, I kind of put the controller down and get ready to watch a, watch a, a good cutscene to unfold, and they're always really short and the way they end doesn't link to what you happen next so that also <laughs> makes me think that they just completely rushed all of this these mm-hmm. missions, and they couldn't fit there's a bit where the cutscene ends when you're underground, and then all of a sudden you're outside and there's all, all sorts of resistance outsiders. You know, like, there's all sorts of, like... Uh, sorry, there's all sorts of Nazis outside. It's like, how did you get there? You know, like, w- what's going on? Maybe your guy has blackouts. Maybe, maybe. I doubt it, though. There's one bit... This is brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. So you're in a Zeppelin, right? Oh, and, the humanity! Uh, you're in a Zeppelin, and you chase this guy, and he jumps out, he escapes, and he's got a parachute on, Right? 
And then Sean, who you, the protagonist, looks back and sees that the Zeppelin, Zeppelin is going to explode, and then it fades to black. The next oh. thing you see is the Zeppelin crashed, like burnt out in the sea, and Sean on the beach. <laughs> no parachutes. That's no awesome. explanation, right? He just uh, he just survived. I have no <laughs> idea how he survived. He did, uh, it looked like he jumped out. Right? I think actually he did jump out, but he had no parachute. Nothing. When you're hardcore, and, you don't need a parachute. Yeah, who needs armor? <laughs> what the hell? You, you don't need bus, a This might be think though, right? If this happened in a movie or a book, people would not allow it, right? It That's wouldn't true. be allowed, right? They would not stand for it. But for some reason, they allow it in a game, and that's the problem with stories and games sometimes, is you, you can't take them seriously when they pull, try and pull a stupid stunt like that, you know? It's it's kind of a piss take. It's very assorted to me. Like I'm thinking, that's just stupid. And what's more, when I landed on that beach, when I was on that beach, I get up, and the only way back on land is through this... The, every now and again, there's like a barbed... Like on the map... There's a an area that's barbed wood off. That means if you go into that area, you the Nazis are going to go crazy. And there's the only way you can get back alone is go through that, right? So you just get blitzed straight away. You just get shot straight away as soon as you get back alone. It's ridiculous. Also, you start missions and the Nazis get suspicious of you straight away, and you know they're chasing you all the while. You see the twists coming from a mile off. You know you know who's going to backstab you. You know who's working for who. It's very poor, and I was really. I, a lot of people have said like this is enjoyable. CPM said it was like a quite enjoyable game. I'm struggling to get through it. It's one of the first games that I think I might not finish, and I, I really, it really. Oh, that's me. a big deal for you, that. Yeah, it really bugs me when I don't finish a game. But I, I from about an hour in, I was just like, this is really shit. Like, and I was expecting a decent game. You've just gotten done with Bayonetta, so I mean, your bar can be very high. I, I'm really like disappointed in it. I yeah, no, think... whoa, 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 What do you mean? What do you mean? Bayonetta's bloody a good game, but you know it might have gone on a bit long, but it still works well, and the mechanics are brilliant in it. Yeah, this might. And even better. the dialogue is funny. She has, she comes out with some cracking lines when she's putting down. The Chini thing. is agreeing with you right now. You shouldn't push it. No, yeah. I know, this, I know. This this you... look better. Bayonetta look good. To be like, well, hey, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? <laughs> All right, Bayonetta has flaws. Okay, it has a lot of flaws. Right, the, 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 there the you go. Picking on the negative. Thing. Right. I only played that game because of the combat, right? Nothing else, because the rest of it was dumb. Um, it's hard. It's good. But it's good. Saboteur, right, it's just a bad game, and it really feels like they, they knew that they was going to get the sack. And they went, instead of going, you can go one of two ways. You can either go, let's make the best game ever, or let's just fucking run this thing down to the ground and not do anything, and let's let's play Peggle. But a lot yeah. of speculation around that was out at the time it was released. That they, they rushed yeah. it through to the end just to but get it released, and they weren't remember, really that bothered anymore. I remember Adrusky really enjoying this game, and yeah. I, I just struggled to look. Yeah. Every every mission, I'm just like, this is so irritating. Like there's there's a part of the game where you have to do you have to dress up as a Nazi. You can dress up a Nazi whenever you want, and you can disguise yourself. On the and, beach. Well, there was no Nazis around. I couldn't steal the costume. Um, Great. Like, but you know, you, you can put the zeppelin on. Ooh, I'm a zeppelin. There's <laughs> <laughs> like some missions where you can do it stealth and stuff, and it's just it just, nothing really works. All the mechanics that they've put into the game, there's you know the the three jumping, the free jumping, the shooting, the driving, you know the all the explosions, the planting the bombs, the stealth, they're all in there, right? 
but it looks like they just threw it in the room and shut the door. They didn't do anything <laughs> with it. Um, you know, they just kind of left it, and, and then that door is pulsating until somebody opens it, and they all explode in their face. It's just a bit. It, it, it you can sh- it shows it's like it, it's not very polished. You, you can see that it's rushed. I I really I I really want to finish it because it bugs me if I don't finish a game. But well, you're gonna have to do it then. You're just gonna have to go and plow through it till you get to the end. Should I finish it if I'm not enjoying it? You know. I know, but you you can't do that. You'll you'll go back and finish it at some point. Very anal about stuff like that. I mean, I, I'm not yeah. not achievements, but finishing finishing a game, I am. Yeah. Well, there you go. Ooh. So, nah, that's nah. my rant anyway. That's not uh, kind of like the game I'm talking about. I'm well, I'm, now. I'm going to shut up for the whole of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, I've I've only I've been playing sort of three games really this week. One was a demo, and I'm God, I so nearly bought it, but then I couldn't decide whether it was worth it, which was Risk on the yeah. arcade. And I really liked it. I really liked it. I thought it was really well made. I, I really enjoyed the battle system. It was really simple to understand. I had no issues sort of working out what I had to do and how the moves worked. And yeah, I really, really liked it a lot. But then I sort of had a look on my friends list and I know I Pete's got it and I could probably get a few games together with him. But I could imagine if there's a few of you playing it, you know, I don't know how many it's supposed. Is it only two player or is it four player? I don't know. I don't know. But two player on, you know, I would imagine being a lot of fun on there. I quite enjoyed it. I was really impressed yeah. with that. Um, yeah, uh, Transformers. I've, I've played quite a lot more of that. And I've even rented it for a second week. Is there uh, a lot of hidden stuff in that yeah. game? Yeah. Pardon? Is there a lot of hidden stuff in that game? Like things to unlock? It, so you would not agree that there's more than meets the eye? No, it's very... <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> oh, God, that's terrible, terrible. No, it's very linear. I'll tell you what it reminds me of. The more I play it, the more it reminds me of Halo really, in the way it's structured. It's, yeah. it's very that sort of cutscene, run a bit, five minutes of shootouts, cutscene, run a bit, five minutes of shootouts, big, you know, set piece. Yeah, so it's a lot like Halo, and that's where it's like a third-person Halo. Uh, okay. But it's good. It's really, really good. I'm, I'm quite surprised at how much fun it is. Have you, are you playing it in cop? No, you playing it no, because there's not been really anyone on while I've been playing it. There are a few people on my friends list. CPM's playing it. Yeah, there's a few people, but I've not tried the co-op at all. But I'm really enjoying it. I, I don't. How many do you get in the co-op? Because there's always three, three. characters. Yeah, so three. it's three. Uh-huh. It is three player co-op. But yeah, it's really, really good. It's it's just fun, and it just works. I mean, the shooting's cool, the weapons are cool, um, and it, it looks nice enough. You know, it's it's a nice looking game. You know, and it, it it just works really well. I don't know. It's just a lot of fun, and I'm quite enjoying it. So there you go. And what's nice as well, each sort of. Um, it's each campaign is split up into chunks of, I think it's each one's got seven, is it six or seven, six? But each one takes about an hour, hour and a bit to get through. So it's a nice game just to pick up, you know, like do a chapter and then turn it mm. off. It's, it's sort of really nicely done like that, so I really, really enjoy play, it. Playing bite sizes like Yeah, yeah, and it's really cool the way, it's, you know, there's a definite style. And each little bit feels like, a, if anything, like an episode of the cartoon. If you know what I mean, it's got like a specific start and a specific finish and a little boss fight at the end. And and at the end, they all stand around laughing at a dumb joke that isn't funny. Well, that would be quite funny if they did that. The only other game I've been playing is is an old one, really. And uh, yeah, I've I've gone back and finished Shadow of the Colossus off this week. I've got that finished. And, <laughs> Yeah. You're giving me a hard time about old games. No, no, but this is a classic. And anyway, <laughs> you couldn't even beat the first one. Um, so, yeah. 
Yeah, you were rubbish. You were too stupid because it was puzzly. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, my mate lent me his PS2 quite a while ago, as you know, and I was sort of playing it. And then he's he sold his PS2, basically. So he said, you know, you've got to finish it and give me my PS2 back because I've sold it to someone. Um, so I thought I'd better go and finish it. And that is a beautiful game, I have to say. Yeah. It really is, you know. And, and I'll be honest with you, I'm going to absolutely, you know, man up and be honest here. I, I did shed a little tear at the end, I have to say. All right. Then. Yeah, it was pretty sad. I was really like quite upset at the end. I was One of like, these days you got to play Ico, man. So I know, well, it's coming. It's coming. I'm apparently. gonna wait for the HD remake, so then I'll play. Oh, it. Yeah, you know it's what? Streaming. Do you know what though? You play that game. The animation is so smooth. Yeah. The the horse. You know, I'll I'll be honest with you. The horse in it, the what? The horse. Oh, it, horse. The, the horse. Horse <laughs> is a horse, of course, of course. Um, yeah. The, the <laughs> I know. Sorry. Oh, there are um, a bunch of. Ladies of the evening, <laughs> no, go get that. Uh, not a horse. That's that's in Last Guardian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the horse is is the animation of the horse is way better than uh, Red Dead Redemption. I've got to say, it does look so. It just flows, you know, the mane and the tail and the way it moves. Um, yeah, it's really good. And this is yeah, Red Red Dead Redemption is a direct copy the horse control off Shadow of the Colossus. It works. Yeah. I've forgotten it did, but it works exactly the same. So on the on the PS3, you play, press the X button and he kicks it. You know, he gives it a good kick to get it going. So it's not like you know, push forward and it moves. Yeah. So it's, it's almost a direct. And obviously, the more you kick it, the faster it goes. So it is it is yeah. almost a direct copy. Just like a real horse. Yeah, just like a real horse. But it feels it feels more realistic in in Shadow than it does in Red Dead somehow. Because he, you know, he shouts at it and stuff, and gives it, you know, it's the way he kicks it. It's just animated so well. And what's what's one of the really cool things in at the beginning of the game when you're running around this him, he trips up a lot. He sort of, you know, he'll be running along and he'll just stumble over a stone or you know something, a divot on the ground, and he'll sort of lose his balance a little bit. And then as you get towards the end of the game, I didn't see him doing stuff like that. So it's almost like he sort of gets better at doing stuff, even though you don't really notice it. Yeah. So, so I thought that was quite cool. But the last Colossus is enormous. It's yeah. just enormous. And I was just like, oh, my God. You know, when you see it for the first time, you're just like, how the hell am I going to kill that? And mm. it, it, it's like it's almost like a platforming building in itself. It's just this huge thing with all these ledges and stuff on it. And you have to climb all the way to its top. And then there's all these different things you've got to do. It's uh, it's definitely not for the faint-hearted, it, it has to be said. But, yeah, definitely, as soon as that comes out, or if you can get yourself a PS2 or you've still got one, it, I would definitely recommend picking it up and, uh, and giving it a go because it is such a beautiful game. It really is, and I can only imagine how great it's going to look in HD. You know, if they do do that with it, because even on PS3, so I could use the back compatibility, right? <laughs> yeah, not on yours. <laughs> yeah, you're going to those original 60 gigabyte uh, launch PS3s to be able to do that. Unfortunately, uh... yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? It's a shame, but you know, no one cares about backwards compatibility anyway anymore, do they? There's enough good games now. Not when Sony could profit from it. Well, yeah, well, that's this, this is the backwards compatibility, isn't it? We'll HD fight and then sell it to yeah. you again. That's, that's yeah. uh, backwards compatibility. So, yeah, if you can get all of it or you've got it and, you know, or you know, know someone who has got it, I would definitely recommend playing it. And, yeah, it's maybe even more excited for The Last Guardian because I just think, you know, if you can do... And it's just so great. Everything's so great and it's, it's really cool. I definitely recommend so, it. So you don't like it, then? No, not at all. No, I loved it. I really loved it. 
Yeah, I was really, really impressed. Um, All right. Hi, moving on. Yeah, what I think we need to do now it is, uh, yeah, we'll do the indie pick for this week. Uh, come back, and then we've got. Uh, we, we did. We've done a few bits on E3, but I thought we'd do the worst bits of E3 this week. Some sorts of bits that make you cringe a little bit. So we've got a list. We've not done a list for a bit. Well, thought, oh, that's quite a cool list. And oh, yeah, David Brent danced at E3. Yeah, almost yeah. like that. No, oh. this year's E3 it was almost. <laughs> one. Yeah. That that <laughs> that is possibly on there, um, but not David Brent. Anyway. So yeah, let's let's do the indie pick, and then we'll come back and do that. We've got a few bits of MPDs and releases for July and August, so we're going to go through if there's anything worth buying until you know September. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quanrian on Xbox Live. This week I'll be looking at Ancient Trayer by Four Kids Game. Yeah, this is definitely... I try to vary things up, uh, obviously, so, you know, I'm not just doing a bunch of shooters and a bunch of platformers and stuff. And, and again, this is this is pretty different, for better or worse. We'll see how that works out. Yeah, this is a mixture of a board game and rock, paper, scissors, for all intents and purposes. There is some light RPG stuff in this, but when I say light, I mean very light, like you're kind of enhancing your chances, but... A lot of this game does still have that same board game feel to it, and what you're essentially doing is moving your ship around uh, this board, and you're collecting treasures, and you're trying to find these artifacts, and you're getting into battles with other ships, and uh, yeah, and that's, that's pretty much what you're doing throughout the game. But, you know, in the process of doing this, you're going into ports, and you're upgrading your ship to carry more cargo, so you can trade more cargo, upgrade your weapons so you, you can win the battles easier. Yeah, and um, basically allowing your ship to move faster so you can get for, uh, farther faster. So you do want to go around and collect gold and earn money so you can, you know, soup your ship up and, and, and have a better chance of being successful in the battles when they do happen because you will have to battle in this game. And when you do battle in the game, it is every bit rock, paper, scissors. It would be like, you know, if you were to sucker punch someone in the process of rock, paper, scissors. It's a tiny little bit like that because... The fact that you can upgrade your these cards, which serve as your weapon, does give you a bit of an edge. And then there's also a, a, a very rock, paper, scissors mechanic where certain colors beat other colors. So if you use one color against another color, you get a bonus against the other color. So even if you have the same amount as them, you are still going to win because your yours is worth more. And it's it's kind of complicated to explain. Uh, and this definitely is not pick up and play. I can't stress that enough. It's a simple game, but there's there's quite a few mechanics in this game that really, really, really beg a person to either go through a tutorial, which as far as I can tell, there really isn't one. It just kind of tells you things as you more or less do them or read the help. I can't imagine someone would get very far in this game and not be very, very confused without either reading the help or basically like coming to grasp with what's going on and yeah and the main thing about this game that i actually liked it besides you know it's a board game and it's got the rock paper scissors i'm not too terribly fond of either of those things uh, but the art style in this game is really eye grabbing and it basically looks like everything is done on old parchment and you're playing and you know moving the ship around an old-fashioned like pirate map and, and that in its own way is very cool and it gives the game a, a very nice art style and um, it, it's it's throughout the whole game 
for better or worse, some things I think would have been easier to understand and, and see visually if they weren't done in that style. But it, it, it all, you know, goes together and it, it all looks good art-wise. And there's nothing really bad about the game, but this definitely is a niche game. Plus for this game is that it does have online multiplayer and offline. So you don't have to force someone, you know, to play with you online and you don't have to force someone to play with you offline. You have, you have options, basically. And it's not too terribly expensive either. It's not cheap, but it's not expensive. Uh, it's 240 points. So you're looking at the mid-range of what indie games go for, uh, and it's entirely up to uh, the person who buys this game if it's worth those points or not. It, it's definitely worth it, I think, if you have someone to play it with, because it, it, it is a board game, and it screams, play me with another player. If you don't have someone you think is going to pick this up, I, I can't say really it's worth picking up, because I, I don't know that the AI is, is fun enough to, to battle against, and that that single player is is that good that you would not want somebody else to play this with because it definitely is a board game and i board games are just much more fun playing against an actual person than playing against ai so all that said i'm a little bit torn on this one there's a lot of things i like about it but at the same time uh, i think it's very niche and i think people are either going to be really charmed by it or they're going to feel it's just a complete waste of their time and it's un unapproachable and it's not doing enough to really teach them how to play the game. So yeah, it's definitely uh, worth investing some time into, checking out for those eight minutes, seeing if it's, if it's worth the money. And if not, well, you know, then spend the points on something else. But this is definitely something interesting and there's not really anything like it in the indie games. And I, I appreciate when when something different comes onto the service because it it raises the bar and it says well now we might get something else different later on so i i appreciate that even though this isn't what i would call like a perfect game this is not a five star i wouldn't say this is a five star but it's definitely like a three or four star depending on if you have someone to play against with or not and uh yeah so certainly uh worth checking out in the least so ancient traders so what did we think, Duke? So you've already played Risk and you've already played uh, Magic the Gathering. So we've got another type, boardy sort of card game. What did you think? Yeah, boardy sort of card game. Uh, I really wanted to like this. I mean, I love the art style. I thought it was really slick and the way it looked was very uh, visually coherent. And uh, I went into it thinking this is going to be pretty cool. But I felt like the combat was too opaque to really get a handle on. And my ship, you know, it kept appearing on different sides of the screen based on whether I was attacking from the right or the left, and that was really confusing because I, I didn't realize at first that I was on the right side. So I was like, why did I lose that? Oh, wait, I didn't lose it. I won it. Uh, and it was hard to tell what was what effect my cards were having vis-a-vis -vis the other one that my opponent had. Like, I'd have three of one, and he'd have one, but then the colors would kick in, and I was like, how is it determining who's winning? And, you know, it's one of mine against one of his. It's just, it felt like it was not clear enough what was going on and why. And I like the fact that it had, you know, like little quests for you to do and, you know, you can trade things and make money and that's cool. You know, it's got some depth, but I just felt like it wasn't user friendly enough for me to buy it. So I didn't buy it. There you go. There you go. Chinny, what did you think? Now, I, I don't like these types of games at all. Right. Anything to do with pirate ships or anything like that. 
uh, and grids and turn-based stuff. It really bores me. Like, this is your turn, now it's the enemy's turn. Really bored with these types of games. I couldn't get into Civ Rev. Couldn't get into this. I couldn't get into another Pirates game where it was very similar, but it was hexagonal grids. I, I, so immediately, I, it was a complete turn-off for me. And I know that's just that's my thing. Um, so I'm sorry, I just I just couldn't I couldn't get into it. And like Duke says, the combat was very, uh, um, you know, it, it seemed very transparent. I, I didn't know what I was doing. Like I, I was pressing buttons, but and stuff was happening, but I didn't know what was going on. Um, I, and I just it, it just the game it, the the type of game it is immediately put me off. And it, that's just me. That's just like totally me and not a quality of the game, I guess. But I just can't stand these type of games. I can't get into them. So immediately, I just just knew that it wouldn't be for me. There Sorry. Now, not... But it's horses for courses, isn't it? Yeah, that that totally is, you know, yeah. um, like my opinion of these. Like, I just can't get into... Some people can't get into first-person shooters. I can't get into these types of games. I, I, it's hard to explain. What, it's like a turn-based, pirate-shippy type grid game. And I just... There's, there's quite a few of them. and It's a very niche market, I guess. But... Uh, every time I see one, I just I instantly switch off. Like I just like no, thank you. So it's uh, no, not for me. Just now the, instantly not. Now the one thing I would say, the one thing I would say, you know, when you can say if you can get it for free on the internet, uh, you know, why bother buying it on the 360? Yeah. Well, well, in this case, it's actually available on the PC, and it's been out for quite a while on the PC since, since about May this year. It came out. Um, and it's uh, ten dollars. It's ten dollars on the on the PC, so it's actually cheaper on the indie games. Well, that's that's yeah. good. And it's, it it got really good reviews for the for the PC version. A lot of people really liked it once it got into it. So it it, it does get good reviews on the PC. Um, and when I first saw it, I must admit I did think of IP straight away. You know, I thought this this would definitely be his sort of game. I think he was. I've never, I, did, I didn't play a Risk, but is Risk like this? Sort of, yes. Is it? So I'm yes. not going to like it. Then. No, but I like I like Risk. Um, All right, I quite see, that's, like that's my thing. Yeah, I mean, I quite you like it. This. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I nearly, nearly bought it. I sort of had a few goes at the demo. How much is it? I didn't. Uh, Two hundred and forty points. It is. Right. It's, so it's a, you know, in the middle, it's one of the more expensive ones. But yeah, I think you know, and again, it comes down to price. If it had been eighty points, I would have definitely bought it. I think I don't think I've had any qualms at all of buying it at eighty points. Two forty, possibly still. If I knew there was other people playing it. I would have probably bought it because, yeah, I agree with Kwamri, and I think to get the most enjoyment out of this, you need to be playing against somebody real, you know, somebody else on the other end doing their stuff and you doing your thing and, you know, hunting sea monsters and, you know, all that sort of stuff, fighting other ships. And, yeah, it was fun. I, I quite liked it, but I do agree. I, until you read, and it, there is quite a lot of tutorial stuff and there is a lot of instructions in the help menu, uh, but once you get your head around the, the combat, it is a little bit look-based, but there is some skill, a little bit of skill in there, but it is very, you know, rock, paper, scissors, and you get different bonuses depending on which card you play and they play. So there is there is some bonus going on there to, to but it is it is a bit confusing and that was his probably weakest point for me was the the card battle system. You know, I will say, I will say that the game had a look about it. You know what I mean? It had a style and it looked. Like oh, it, it looks it uh, looks uh, fantastic. It's a fantastic know, looking it, game. It wasn't like a typical kind of. Um, you know, he's worked hard on the art. Is what I'm trying to say because some of some of the art in some of these indie games are very basic. You know what I mean? Um, and could do with like a, a professional artist. This guy looks like 
either is an artist or hired an artist, or like, I'm, I'm assuming it's a guy, it could be a girl or a company or whatever, but they, they've got somebody professional doing the drawings, uh, who knows what they're doing. So I will, I will say that positively, but it's just not, not for me at all, completely. You know, I'm sure everybody here has got that, that genre of games where you see it and you just instantly get switched off. The yeah, no, be. definitely. Well, I don't know what yours... Your well, you know, my, you two. Yeah, mine's usually, you know, turn-based combat-type games, but I quite like this one, so it's yeah. Uh, yeah, a bit of a contradiction, really. But, yeah, yeah no. so It's like JRPGs are the same. I look at them and I go, oh, no, thank you. Completely. Bent's not. Uh, Duke, have you got one where you see a genre of games and you're like, nope. Skating. Skating, <laughs> yeah, that's in room one hundred and one now, isn't it? Or did he not get? Exactly. No, he never no, got no, in there. No, he didn't get in there. No, it yeah. did. No, it did. It did. Yeah, 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 that one did. did get in. Were you paying attention? Hello. Yeah, so he did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but that doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. It doesn't exist. Anymore. <laughs> oh, exactly. Well, then I don't so, have it anymore. It's gone. No, no go. real time strategy on the console. There you go. I just can't be bothered. I mean, I never tried Civilization, but that's not real time. So did you try Highlight Wars? Nope. Uh, nope. That's the best one. I'm mean, with you on Command and Conquer Three, but Halo Wars was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I'm not into those sorts of games at all. I have to say. Yeah. I was going. Why, why right. do I have to build units and all that rubbish? That's all. I enjoy stuff like that. That's fine. Mm. But I just, I just feel so nervous all the time. Like I'm not doing it fast enough, and my enemies going yeah. faster, and the the the, the baddies are going to be crossing the hill any time now. And I enjoy. Oh, I enjoyed Empires for a little while. That was fun, but which which is just remind me, I did buy Defense Grid as well. Um, oh. But I haven't played it yet. I haven't played it. I bought it, but I haven't played it. I bought it when it was on the 400 point thing. So, so I'll definitely, I, I like the demo. I played the demo for about an hour because the demo was huge. You can play for ages. Um, so I played the demo for ages. So I, I know I'm going to like that anyway. So I'm going to enjoy that. And um, what I thought we'd move on to now. I have uh, my secret list person. <gasps> where yeah, he sends me lists and probably would get the sack if you know he got found out. Secret list person. Uh, send, yeah. me, send me the cheers uh, CPM. Yeah, cheers oh. CPM. Thanks for that, mate. Uh, yeah, he's from a, like, what? <laughs> yeah. I don't get that from the army. A game store in in sort of America, but yeah. Anyway, so these are American days, but we need to take three days off. Is that right for England? Or three days off? No, we need to three add days three off. Days, don't we? Yeah, that's right. Um, so I thought we'd go through July and August together because there ain't a hell of a lot in those two. Nope. Let me guess. Crackdown. Done. Okay. <laughs> well, let's, End of let's, list. Let's go through them. There might be something you've not noticed or didn't know about. Um, okay, here we go. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the 6th of July or the 10th in our case. Uh, oh, sorry, 9th in our case. Need to add up properly. Is is Crackdown 2, would you believe? Yay! Hey. End of list. End of list. Um so yeah, so that's that's coming out. Uh, pretty good. We enjoyed the demo. Definitely getting it. So yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna buy it day one. Oh come on, you need to get. I don't no, think not so. Day one. I'm not, I'm uh, not rich like you. You will get it in six months' time. So there's no even any point. You <laughs> in it. I'll get it. When well, Duke yeah, gets because it. I'm only gonna have one open world game at a time. Right now, it's Mass Effect Two. That's not. That's not, well, that's not open world. Mass Effect's not open world. No. You are a doofus. No, it's not like Crackdown <laughs> where you can go anywhere on the, anywhere in the cities. Well, you can't just go it. anywhere right. on the map in Mass no, Effect. 2. Do you know? I think Mass Effect Two's deceptive in some ways. Oh, we're clutching at straws now. What's next on the list? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even. It's not. Well, it's an. I don't game. care. Anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> Little League World Series. Don't care. Don't even know what it is. Oh yeah. 
yes, yes, this is coming. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy's stoked. Um, yeah, Dark Star 1. This has been getting quite a lot of stuff on the forums, I have to say. A lot of people have been mentioning this game. What is it? What, pitch, uh, it. It's, pitch it. You're, you're the... Right. I don't you're know the developer. Hell. I'm the publisher. Pitch it. Apparently, it's like Elite, so it's sort of a space no. trading <laughs> no. sort on, of game on. where you sort of control spacecraft and you have to go and you know fight battles, collect stuff, you know, move right. from one place in the universe to another and sell it on, sort of thing. So it's a bit like Ancient Trader, but set in space. I think. Okay, I, I seriously not not doing this for comic <laughs> value. I seriously just yawned. <laughs> Look. We we grew up on Elite on the BBC micros, I'll have you know. When we uh, yeah, that's yeah. what we used to play at school all the time. That's all we played. So yeah. you know, get over it. Just because you're young and we're old, you know, be, like Dave. Uh, yeah, Dave Dog. We sat there going, "What are you talking about? You know nothing about games, Chinny." That's I'll be saying. I'll, I'll be saying to more more kids one day. I mean, Portal's amazing, but yeah, Dad, they're stupid. That's so old-fashioned. <laughs> oh, my going, God. You know, when I was a kid, we had to press a button to open the disk drive. Then we had to put a disk in. Yeah. You know, now you, you just... Well, that's Sony Back to the Future where the guy plays. He says, oh, you have to use your hands. <laughs> yep. So he was obviously referring to Connect. I mean, what I, would, what I would say is people are, you know, the people who like these sorts of games are quite excited for it. You know, so there you go. Yeah, they, they're probably the target market, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, people, people who, who like games. UFC games get excited for them too. It doesn't make them good games. I would, I would have said if there was ever a niche game, this is it. You know, this is really. It. But it'll appeal to people like my age group. You know, who remember. Yeah. You know, we remember. It's the, old people. The, right? Yeah, the old games and so. <laughs> yeah, cool. We like that. Uh, <laughs> So this is so yeah so that's that uh, and uh, then the Clash of the Titans we don't even care that'd be rubbish. No, that's already out. That's out. Well, according that's... to this, according to this, no, it's, it's out. My mate's got it. My mate's got it. I swear to God, I've seen it in his hands. Maybe it's later in America. I don't it's... know. I don't know, but it's it's awful. It's gonna be <laughs> terrible, so isn't it? I mean, it really is going to be it's terrible. So, it's so bad. Oh, by the way, he also played um, that Ghost Sniper game, right? And oh, he, right, yeah. he was really excited for this game because he loves sniper rifles. He, shh, under your hat, he has like a elite sniper rifle, and you, they're illegal, but he's got one. Right, and um, <laughs> he uh, he was in the RAF and all that jazz, so he loves guns and military oh, and all that jazz uh, and all that jazz. That's what they do in the RAF; they sing and do jazz hats. <laughs> right, so he was excited for this uh, sniper game, and uh, I only heard him play this game. Right, and he was putting it in. He was like, "See." Sniper rifles, and then about ten minutes later, he went, "This game is fucking shit." Right, it's, it's just irritating. Like it wanted to be a modern warfare, and it's failed miserably or something. Well, what, what, what did he expect? Seriously, what did he? No, think but he always does that, though. He always, he always, I always tell him that this game is gonna be shit, and he says, "No, I still want to play it." And he goes ahead and he renders it or buys it, and then. He, he was he was excited for A Train HX, which I very I doubt many people have heard of. Yeah, H train HX is a train simulator, right? Yeah, it sounds for terrible. Some, for some reason, he was really interested in it, right? And I says, you know, this is going to be not for you, right? There's going to be one Japanese kid that is excited for it and nothing else, right? And he's like, no, I want to try it, and he had no idea what to do. He's very weird like that, and he looks the Kabbalah hunting games. Yeah, yeah, don't... yeah, yeah. But uh, that's a yeah. That's out. Yeah, that's out. That's awful. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. Um, then the next one, I've sort of heard of this vaguely, but I don't know whether it's going to be any good. Uh, Blaze Blue Continuum Shift. Not that's for a, us. I yeah, don't think any shit. 
two D fighting game. Two D fighting game. It's it's very Japanese and um, yeah, uh, not... it's got its audience. It has its audience. Oh, yeah. the next next one up, a very original game. We haven't seen one of these before. This is a new thing. This uh, new IP. Uh, Madden NFL 2011. There you go. Uh, New IP. Never heard of that before. Has anyone? I've heard of that. Do you know what it is? I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's rugby American. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't know. know. Yeah, call it football, and you just throw it to each other. How's that football? I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, yeah. Next one. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows about this one either. Uh, Mafia Two. Mafia Two. Come on, why do you have to do <laughs> that? Anyone? Anyone? This game, I'm calling it there, this game will be good and all of you will eat your Any, words. Anyone? 20, 24 of you. You'll be, like, you'll be 20... like, oh, this game is good. Oh, sorry, Chitty. Here, have money. That's what you'll be like. So that'll be the 28th in the UK. This apparently. game will be really good. I'm telling you. Look, it might be. Look, we're not saying it isn't. We're not saying no. it isn't, are we? We're not saying that, you know? So tell us a bit about it. You're the one who's excited for it. Tell us why we should be buying it then. It's, it's a good Mafia game. Godfather 1 was okay. Godfather 2, from what I heard, wasn't very good. Mafia 1 was fantastic. What Mafia does so well is characters and story. And they're really pushing the characters and story. They want you to care about the characters. They want you to care what's going on. Uh, And on top of that, very solid shooting mechanics, uh, good cover mechanic, a good open world. There was one nick with the first Mafia. There was a mission that was very, very, very difficult borderline impossible um, and that's when I stopped playing it and then I realised later that they patched it but they're very much making this for the consoles oh, I, I, it's it's really it's, it's a game with an atmosphere it feels like it's alive you know when you go into an open uh, like the saboteur it just feels like a dead place it doesn't feel like the people in there just feel stupid and dead but, you know when you go into a GTA it feels like a live world it feels like a real place uh, and I think Mafia 2 is going to be very very good okay. I'm putting it on the line Okay, well, you were right with Red Dead, so we can't this year go, oh, he's done the And CPM, he's playing Sore at the moment, so. Because <laughs> I, did, I did rate Sore as well. Yeah. Even though that is a crap game, but I quite liked it. Cause it was yeah, but sometimes some of those games that are crap are quite fun to yeah. play. Yeah. It was a, I enjoyed it. It was. I'm not saying it's 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 better than like most games out there. It's not. It's got many many flaws, but I enjoyed it. But Red Dead Redemption. No one was talking about that a month before it. A couple of months before it came out, and then you know a couple of weeks, uh, and everybody's like Red Dead Redemption. I think Mafia Two is going to be like that, that a little bit. Well, let's hope. Let's I'll hope. be shocked that no one. Everybody will be like, oh, is it out already? You know how Singularity's come out, and no one realised it was out. Yeah. Um, uh, I think Mafia 2 will have a decent launch and people will be excited for it. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope I so. hope so. No, um, we all hope that games will be good, sure. We do, we do. And then the final one, the final one in August, uh, again on the same date, uh, which is the 24th in the US and presumably the 28th in the UK, is uh, Kane and Lynch 2 Dog Days. Now, this is going to be bad. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I, I, the stuff I've seen, it looks quite cool. It looks Uh-oh. cool. Have you, did you play the first one, Stu? I did, I did. I played a bit yeah. of it. I, played a I, bit liked, of it. I, I liked the characters, yeah. and I liked the story at the first half of the game. Um, I, 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 But I just think that the execution wasn't very well. The the mechanics wasn't didn't work very well at all. And that kind of made me sad. But I did like it. It just... I could When someone says, oh, you know, I couldn't control my guy, or the shooting was really bad, or... You know, the the end of the game was a bit poor. Some of the levels were, were rubbish. I can't disagree with any of those points. But I still liked it, in a way. 
Well, people you know? people are saying that stuff's been fixed in this game. That's what they're saying. Mm, I mean, what do you think? Did you did you YouTube. play the first? No, I heard it was bad. I didn't waste my time or my money. Yeah. I don't know. I I I think this has a chance of you being might, okay. Yeah. You might like it though, yeah. um, dude, because it's shooting. It's, it's all shooting. Well, I do like shooting. Yeah, he's a guy where you shoot stuff. Nothing wrong with so, some shooting. Yeah, I think the characters are interesting. And they're making a movie on it, you know, so there, there must be something about these, this world or these characters. And they, they've gone for a very unique look. I don't know if you've seen anything on the game, but yeah. they've gone for a, a well, YouTube, like, uh, YouTube generation, they call it. And it's like amateur video. You yeah, it's done like from security cameras. Yeah, yeah security cameras and... You know, they break the fourth wall a lot with the camera. You know what I mean? It definitely feels like there's somebody with a shaky cam running behind the guy all the while. I think yeah. it could be cool. I do. Although a lot of t- playtesters, you had to tone it down a bit, didn't Because playtesters were getting motion sickness and stuff when they yeah. were playing. So they yeah. had to tone it down a little bit. I think I, I don't think be... it's going to blow anyone away. I think, I think it'll... Yeah, could be. The best it'll get is decent reviews. I don't think it's going to be, like, um, amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be shocked if anybody gives it... Anything over an 8 or an 8.5 or something. Yeah, but that, you see, it's interesting. I was thinking about this the other day. No, I was talking about ratings for games. 70 is a decent review, though. Yeah, we're, we're very finickety, aren't we, with games? Because we expect... See, if a game is a 7, I, I, yeah. I, I put that down as a decent game with flaws. Yeah, but then we, we always diss on those sorts of games and seven's not very good because oh, you're thinking of people, nines we just want uh, nines and tens for everything don't I'll, we I'll give, a, I'll give any game that's a seven like a go and if it appeals to me you know if, a sh- if it's a first person shooter as a seven I'll, I'll give that a go I mean I was I was thinking the other day maybe we we shouldn't put scores on games or whatever no, I'm the big fan of the, uh, the enjoyed force. didn't like it it was okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brent buy or don't buy yeah yeah, Just sort of that, it. rather than you know, you know, because people take different things out of games, and it's really hard to put a score on something, isn't I'm, it? I'm that? a big fan of the five star system, and not like a, a star and a half. I mean, mm. one to five, because yeah. people are more um, reluctant to give a game ten out of ten, but people don't mind giving a game a five out of five. You know, there's never going to be a, a thing called the perfect game ever, no. right? You can say Miss Duke, but it, it, uh, you know, like it, there's just everybody has so many different tastes. A perfect game doesn't exist. No, I, th- right? I would not say Mist is a perfect game. Um, no, you well, hate it. Shut just, up! Hate it. Gonna throw it in there. Right? I thought I'd say before you do. Right? Ico so, is a, perfect... a perfect game. Yeah. <laughs> but like that, that might not. If if I put that in somebody in front of somebody who plays Call of Duty, he's going to say yeah. the game's dumb. Right, right? so you can't, you can't, there's no such thing right, as a perfect game yeah. um, overall. So to give a game a 10 out of 10, people don't do it. But a 5 out of 5, people do that all the time. It's like no problem, and I, I get that. Like a 5 out of 5 means this is a quality game for the genre it is. You know, if it's a third-person shooter, it means it's one of the best third-person shooters you'll play. I don't see why... Ten out of ten couldn't be that same sort of thing. I know, but just, because but you, you but you add if you add more points into the scale, you know it's it gives more people room to be, you know, like yeah. an eight point five is an eight point three is you know what's like what's the difference yeah. you know, it's just just keep it simple. That's my whole life. <laughs> yeah, I I just think you should just do yes, I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't enjoy it very much, or it was don't. okay. <laughs> I'd say buy it, rent it, or don't, don't yeah, buy it. Yeah, I think, I think that's probably the better way of rating games rather you than... Could, you could write every game like that. Mass Effect 2, buy it. Red Dead Redemption, buy it. 
Saboteur, yeah. don't buy it. You know. There you go. We see how Saw. easy. Saw. Saw. Rent it. Yeah. What can you say? There you go. You had to get that in, didn't you, about Saw? Yeah, Saw. So it was a good rental. It is. Look, you can say what you like. Um, yeah, as far as uh, PS3 goes, that was 360. As far as PS3, there isn't really a lot of anything different, to be honest, apart from uh, Sing It Family Hits. So there you go. That's the only uh, the only different thing. And it's collections from Disney films like Aladdin, Sleeping Beauty, Mary Poppins, Toy Story, etc., etc. So there you go. And you can there have you a pass the mic between eight players singing The Princess and the Frog. There you go. Uh, and that was it on the PS3, what really. About, uh, what about that, that, the uh, the PSN game that you're looking forward to? Um, isn't that out soon? Which ones are? You see, PSN. The one, oh, the artsy fartsy one. What the? No, that's not. That's definitely not listed on here. I've had a look. When did it? I have no idea. Probably 2011 for that. I think. I don't know what game you're referring to. The one, you know, the the maker of flower and stuff. What is it? I don't know. What are you tell me? Ah, you're not falling <laughs> for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm fine. He didn't fall for it. <laughs> I know he didn't. For God's sake. He's too hip now. He's smart. Uh, yeah, I did fall for it last week. Hook, line, and sinker, it has to be said. Yeah. Well, I figured Duke could try to dupe you, so I tried to dupe you, but he didn't. Um, the next thing I do uh. want, to, want to talk about um, you know, is PC games. And there's only really one I want to just sort of touch on, really. Because I'm quite sad. I'm a little bit sad. Oh, yeah, did, you I play, am. did you play um, Shadow of Colossus again? Oh. Yeah, I did. I was. I was sad. I did cry. That, that is true. I did shed a little tear. It was very sad. I was. Your wife walking and gave pussy. <laughs> no, my daughter did. My daughter <laughs> came. <laughs> did you say that exact word? <laughs> <laughs> I don't just shed no. But she said, "What? What? You, your pussy? What you playing?" And I'm like, "Oh, Shadow of the Colossus." And it was just rolling the credits at the end, and it, it's just really sad, right? She was like, "Are you crying?" And I went, "No." <laughs> you know, I, uh, like... I openly admit I cried at the end of Short Circuit 1 um, <laughs> yeah I did I, but I didn't understand what was going on yeah, the champ... I was 21 at the time yeah, so. the, ch- the champ made, made me cry a lot when I was younger the what? champ the champ i never yeah, seen ch- that it's about this guy who boxes and he's, he's retired and he needs money for his kid and stuff so he does oh, one God. last fight sort of thing and ends up dying you know yeah. and the little kid at the end is beating his chest telling him to wake up and he's dead Oh. You know, and I remember, and I remember being, and I re- I'll tell you what the other one that made me really cry. Um, <laughs> I love the way we moved on to the film. Yeah, the Mid- Midnight Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy. I haven't seen that ever. Yeah, that's really sad at the end. That was that was a really sad. Dude, film. what film made you cry? Yeah, what film made you cry, Duke? Uh, Mary and Max. Yeah, really? Oh yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that one yeah, yet. That powerful? Is that really sad? I'm going to cry at the end of Toy Story Three. Very apparently, sad. actually, the, do you know what this? There is one film that is Schindler's this list. Yeah, I didn't really cry at that. Well, you don't let that go, do you, Juice? I mean, it happened like years that. ago. Yeah, you just... The girl in the red coat, man. Come on. Oh, uh, yeah, that was that was quite striking. All right, then. Shut up. Stop making no, fun of me. Th- there is one film that made me upset more than any other film, I have to say. There is Transformers because it sucked? No. Uh, Million Dollar Baby. Oh, that, man. That I didn't is cry. So... I didn't cry, but I was so depressed. That is such a sad film. That is such I think we've talked about this before, anyway. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. Uh, yeah, PC. Yeah, the, I want to touch on on APB, really, and and have a little chat like about. Are you saying APB's got a sad story and it's like Million Dollar Baby? No, no. Um, 
It's quite sad because it's getting terrible scores. It really is getting terrible reviews. MMOs are a funny beast. They're, they're a funny beast to review, though, MMOs, because you can't... A lot of MMOs have issues on launch, which is a problem in itself because, you know, if an MMO has a problem in the first couple of weeks, then some people can't come back to it, but that's the only way they can solve those problems because they can't measure the type of numbers that go onto the MMOs. Very difficult. So, the... Uh, you know, uh, there's probably validity to the the the, um, the harsh kind of response that it's got. I mean, but... tele teletext as it goes, teletext in the UK is probably the harshest critic of games. What they, yeah. I, I haven't seen them do a positive review of any no, game. They yet. hate all games. They hate all games. They really do. They hate them. They do yeah. they do right? This is what he said. You know, when you do old guy that I know. <laughs> hate games, but in short, nah. this is what he put in short. This was his, you know, little. You know, roundup. Uh, part part massively multiplayer online game. Part Grand Theft Auto clone. All failure. Oh my god! That was it. That was it. He gave it five out of ten. He, he just on the teletext website and see what kind of review. He, he said, "Review by Roger Hargreaves. You know you're in trouble when the end result of millions of dollars of investment and five years in development is a pity in questioning. Is that it?" In fact, that's probably one of the kinder comments from those that have endured this online beta testing. You can certainly forget any suggestion of this being a milestone in gaming or an online version of Grand Theft Auto. So there you go. And, and David Jones isn't taking it well. He even went so far as to uh, ask reviewers not to release any reviews for the first week of release. Oh, man. He actually did that. But he said he gave <laughs> You know, I'm trying not to be cynical here and say it was so he could at least sell some. Um but but he what was, else would it be for? No, no, he was fix it a lot when it comes no, out. Trust we, me. He was saying because obviously it's an MMO, you need to play it for a week before you can fully review it properly. Oh, whatever. So he's saying he he sort of you know he you know he quickly withdrew that. He even tried to put an embargo on it, so he tried to sort of stop people doing it officially. <sighs> you know, uh, but it's ridiculous. I mean, it's averaging sixty-one at the moment. Now, interestingly enough, sometimes the reviewers, you know, give it a low score, but the the actual users give it a higher one, don't they, on Metacritic? Quite often. Yeah, not in this case. It's almost identical. Uh, They're oh, giving yeah. it six out of ten as well. There's there's... It, it, Teletext has done a review for Transformers. Um, they gave it a three out of ten, and they said, "Is that really true?" Yeah. Ah, because uh, Transformers. Uh, is- in short, time crisis with Transformers, but not <clears throat> any sense of pace or excitement or fun. Pros, more top-notch voice acting, even if the dialogue is a step down. So even in the pros, it, it gives them an insult. He says, the dialogue is a step down. Uh, co-op mode lets you share the burden. So he's like, that's the pro. That's the best thing he said about it. Oh, co-op, you can share the badness of the game. Uh, the cons, terrible graphics, poor level design, pacing, awful vehicle sections, extremely short and easy. Yeah, I've, I'll, honestly, I'll be honest with you. I, I haven't seen them review anything well. They, they sort of seem to be ah, just... They are harsh, man. They are harsh. I mean, they averaged 80. It averaged 78. I want to work for them because then I can just be harsh on every and game. User, <laughs> user score was 9 out of 10 for Transformers. So people you know, people liked it better than the critics. And yeah. I always look at that more, to be honest, than, than but what the critics are saying. IPB... Um, yeah, that's a shame. That I mean, what are you saying about? I mean, I was really excited for it. Like, I, I don't have a PC. I, I probably will never play this game, but it's it, the the idea behind it, GTA MMO. I mean, that's a long time coming. I'm surprised it's t- taken this long, and it hasn't really. A worked. lot. What a lot of people are criticizing. They're saying that 
yes, the customization work is really, really brilliant, and the cars look fantastic, and you know, you can make your character look more or less anything you like. And one of the guys that said he'd made his character's clothes exactly the same as his university stuff that he was wearing, you know, and it looked almost identical, and all that stuff is brilliant. But there's no game to go with it, is what people are saying. The game is really shallow and weightless. <laughs> no, and I feel sad for him, and, and, I, and I also think sort of Crackdown 2 is probably not going to do half bad, and you almost find yourself thinking, what, what must he be thinking? You know, because he sort of let Crackdown go because he wanted to do APB. And... Well, they started APB, and then the yeah. Crackdown, so... I I just think who who is going to keep playing it though who you know because it's all about subscriptions isn't it this you yeah. know who's going to keep playing it after the initial fifty hours that you get for free so difficult for an MMO these days to make to make any money like it's World of Warcraft or nothing I think Eve Eve does well yeah um, Eve on, yeah uh, World of Warcraft obviously does well and then uh, there's probably a few others I would I would imagine Final Fantasy uh, fourteen online or whatever it is. I reckon that's going to well, be good. People are still playing Final Fantasy XI, but I don't think it's anywhere near the numbers of like a like an Eve or something. No, I don't. Uh, Eve, Eve does well. There's meant to be um, a first-person shooter based on Eve, and the effects of pe- battles on the MMO are going to affect the multiplayer game on this first-person shooter. That's what I was told. But this yeah. person who told me this is full of shit. So. <laughs> So do you, the, the the question I would ask is this though do you, do you think now that there's a chance that they'll do a a more restricted version for the 360 to actually try and recoup some of the development costs? Yeah, uh, no, I think no. I think I think they will though because really? you know they've got all these assets and they've got to do something to get some money back. They've got to yeah, they've got to make yeah some but money if it's a crap game on the PC, what makes you think it's not going to be a crap game on? Because the you know what, I've, I think it might suit a console. Better because by the sounds of it, it sounds when I've read some of the, it sounds just like a an online shooter. That's basically what the game is, and apparently the missions are a bit repetitive and boring. And oh, I got I so had this image of this game that was you know would be it would just do stuff on the fly, you know. So you'd sort of rob a bank or you'd jack a car or you'd be given a mission to go and steal all these cars. You know what I mean? And sort of it would it would just do stuff on the fly. Apparently the matchmaking is horrible. You know, a lot of people, you know, I suppose they had this matchmaking where you don't get stuck with higher level players than yourself, but it just does not work at all. They're quite often you're getting four on two or four on one or five on three, so it's never equal either. It it just sounds I like... I know nobody cares, but uh, I remember when I was playing Star Wars Battlefront many years ago, I came up with an idea for an online game where one side was the cops and one side was the robbers and, like... You went around committing crimes and busting people for committing crimes. And uh, I, I never got my royalty check because people stole my idea. Well, they did. Well, that they was did. years and years ago, and I deserve a check. You know, by the sounds of it, you know, <laughs> and, and funnily enough, it sounds like, you know, the uh, San Andreas online, you know, the the sort of where they've modded it all so you can play yeah. massive bulls. Sounds like a hell of a lot more fun than this. Yep. You know, when, you know, when we've heard about stuff that they do on those sorts of servers where they do all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's plenty of games that have mods where they have role playing servers. I do. I, I, I'm really sad. I'm quite sad. Anyway, yeah, yeah I am a bit sad. So, um, yeah. Last too. last Pew Pew Bang guy. He's Sorry. the PC gamer that wrote in last week. Yeah. Remember him, Pew Pew Bang? I do. I wonder if uh, I wonder if he's been playing it. You should email the show, Pew Pew Bang. If you're listening, 
email the show at uh, podcast.veterangamers.co.uk and tell us if it's shit or not. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, tell us if it's... do that. Tell us if it's shit or not. Pew, pew, bang! Pew, bang! The, the only other thing, just to quickly mention, some there are a couple of Wii games. Uh, well, only one, really. Uh, the others are a little bit... Uh, yeah. You know what Wii's like. You get a ton of releases, but not all of them are any good. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, Metroid Other M is the only... Is the only other one, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, are you are you bothered about this, Ginny? Did you play the others? Are you bothered? Now, uh, w- w- when did you say it was coming out? Because I heard it was going to be delayed. Well, according according to this list, and it is a fairly recent one. Thirty um, first mm. of August, I've got down on here as really as the official. Okay, list. well, I'll take that, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it, it if I was correct, <laughs> and it's going to get delayed. But uh, Metroid or the Rem. I don't really have a high interest. I, I am a fan of Metroid games, but the 3D Metroid games, Metroid Prime, for example, on the GameCube, and the last one, the third one on the Wii, I've not been a fan of. But this combines 2D with 3D, so I'm still on the fence about it. I doubt that I will buy it. I will probably rent it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not... I have got... Do you know, I've got the Metroid collection for the Wii and never played it. I bought it. You know when you do that thing where you buy something? Super Metroid is yeah. fantastic. Right. I've got those, but I've just never played them. So I must play them at some point in time. Uh, and the other one to mention, and, and I know it doesn't fall under the July-August, but Lost in Shadow is out on the 14th of September. So I just wanted to mention that because I want to play that game. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. So that'll probably be a definite purchase on the old Wii for me. There you go. Do you see what I did? Full retail game, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a full yeah. retail game, yeah. Well, that yeah. was going to be like a WiiWare or something. No, I never thought that, I have to say. It, it, it always looked like it was going to be a retail to me. Um, so let's move on, anyway. Move on. Uh, yeah, final thing. Yes, we we will be having a break at some point. And we'll be doing uh, Gaming Room 101 is back. Gaming Room right, 101. So we will be... Yeah, so we will be doing that, and I am in the hot seat tonight. With and I've, I think I've got two things. You're never going to stop me putting them in there. Right? Oh, I, I'll stop. I I'll can't stop. think of any arguments you could give not to put them in. So we'll oh, see. No. We'll see. Oh. Um, so yeah, the last thing, and, and it's your your time here, Chini. Is we've I have got a list. Uh-huh. Ah, the list for a while, and it yep. is the the five worst moments of E3 2010. Okay. Yes. Are you ready for this? Yep. Yep. This, okay. uh... Are you ready, Duke? Huh? Huh? Yeah, that, that's a yes, I think. Yes, I'm ready. Yes, are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Re- you should have said, y'all ready for this? Am I reading this out? Or? How what? do you... No, just a minute. How do you even know that terrible, terrible tune? Y'all ready for this? Because it's the stupidest... It's like standard music used during like a convention or something. Or like when, when Dunder Mifflin or, you know, like... Uh... Warner Hog, Warner Hog has you know like a presentation for their shareholders. They're gonna play that song. You, you see, what you don't probably don't know about that song or tune, whatever the hell you want to call it, it was made by a guy called Stock Eight, well, a group called Stock Eightkin and Waterman, who were, did the Hit Factory. I think they were called collectively, and yeah, they, huh? just, they just saw. Uh, uh, Oh, I that's I was that's more than enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they just did, in the 80s, they did all these really crap generic sort of songs that just everybody bought, and, you know, Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan and Rick Astley. Two Unlimited. 
two unlimited, which were Dutch. Were they Dutch? German? Everybody I don't know. But why are, you giving, why are you giving Duke shit that he mm. knows that song when you seem to know a lot more about it? <laughs> I'm from that era. So I'm you're from that era. Yeah, me, I'm a spring chicken. I know yeah. the song and I'm younger than all of y'all. Music <laughs> eras, man. Don't give me that. Right, terrible. anyway. Anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Top worst five moments of the E3. Most terrible moments of E3 2010, um, according to IGN.com. Oh, here we go. Uh, this is written by a couple of Bryans. Anyway, I'm not sure if this is the UK editors. Oh, no, it's US. US. Okay. Number five. Ubisoft's sweaty, out-of-breath guy plays laser tag. Now, I don't know if either oh, of you saw... Yes, I saw it. it was oh, there's the, basically, it was like a Laser Quest-esque thing where you get the software on your PC and you play Laser Quest and the guy who was demo... I mean, he had like a lot of like attractive models, like male models, female models. You know, they was obviously very fit and running around shooting. They made it look, you know, well... No, they made fun. it look awful. It looked terrible. It look, it, not, I was gonna, wasn't going to say fun, but they made it look easy. You know, look, because they're, they're fit, they're trim, it's their job to look good. This guy who was obviously trying to sell it wasn't in the best of shape. No, right? So when uh, when the host was trying to talk to him, so what's this game like? He's like, well, the, uh, <laughs> let me see. Lasers. Uh, are you okay? So that was uh, that was that. Number four. Yeah, terrible. Sony pretends that we care about who they get into bed with. Um, so Sony uh, announced that they're doing some kind of uh, tie-in with Coca-Cola. They're going to put PlayStation Move on the Coke bottles. They kept mentioning it as well, didn't they, when they were doing yeah, the... Yeah, Jack Chatton did, did mention it quite a lot. That, it hey, did. you know, it Coca-Cola did. on board, so this is going to be big. Basically, um, Coca-Cola have paid them a lot of... Or they've paid them a lot. I don't know which way. One of them have paid the other. Oh, a lot of them have paid them. Yeah, no, because it's advertising. So, uh, and you know, they're gonna put move on everything. So it's just advertising, and it, they they went on about it so much. It uh, right, number three. Microsoft press conference devotes into a giddy Oprah TV taping. Now, for you people that don't know, uh, Oprah Winfrey famously. Uh, gave everybody in the audience a car. You get a car. You get a uh, car. And if I, I don't, have you ever watched uh, Oprah recently? Stu? No, I haven't. Right. I can't, I can't say it's been Like the older shows were very kind of like Jeremy Kyle, like you know. But yeah. these days, Oprah is nothing but let's get a big celebrity on and scream for five hours. All they do, the, the audience just <laughs> scream. They brought, uh, what's her name from Friends? Completely blanking it. Well, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. She brought, they brought her on. And today we are on the show, we have Jennifer Aniston scream for five minutes. And now here comes Jennifer Aniston scream for ten minutes. Right? Jennifer Aniston scream. I was on Friends. Scream. I married Brad Pitt. Uh, I was with Brad Pitt. Scream. I, I, he got rid of me for Angelina Jolie. Boo. You know, that was all <laughs> the show. That was it. It's terrible. Absolutely awful, but good for Oprah. She's uh, she's doing pretty well off it. Uh, yeah, so Microsoft gave everybody in the pro- press conference who uh, apparently they gave them. Some people have, still haven't received theirs uh, a new Xbox 360 uh, short or slim or whatever they're calling it. Very cheap because everybody in the press conference was like, "Hell yeah!" But for the five billion people watching it, it was like fucking bastards. You know what a cheap trick. Uh, 
But we none of us would be saying that if we was in the audience. So whatever, what can you do? Number two. One of the best press conferences of E3 did have a terrible, terrible moment in it. The creator of The Legend of Zelda can't play The Legend of Zelda. Most of the time looking at the floor. Uh, you know, this is how my new game works. A lot of people are excited for a new Zelda. For one, it didn't look that great. It didn't even demo that great. The controls were all over the place. And it was like, oh, people with the Wi-Fi and stuff. But, yeah, you know, cell phone, cell phone in, interference. In, in its defence, uh, apparently it does work. It does work very well. So, it just the the demo of it. Like you know, you got Miyamoto. He is the Nintendo guy, the Mario, the Zelda. He's the man who invented Pikmin, right? And he just can't play his own game. It's very embarrassing, and it was uh, cringeworthy. Number one, Microsoft humiliates and shames a stadium full of gamers. So uh, this is the Cirque Delay thing that they did. Um, for people that don't know what the layout was like, a lot of people were sitting around like in an arena, and then they got like a select few people to kind of walk through a fake living room to meet meet fake a fake family that was just paid actors, um, and stand in the middle of this show, and they were part of the show, uh, and they had to stand around for an hour before the show started. Uh, it was meant to be very, very boring. And when the show started, they wished they were still standing around because uh, it wasn't very great. Yeah, but, there was, so, but they didn't actually show Connect at all, though, did they? I don't think they announced. They Kinect. announced it. They didn't even they, show it. They, 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 they showed there was a kid, and he was kind of like doing. He was playing games through the times, and then he like he was moving, and the avatar was moving as him. It was a video. It wasn't. He wasn't using Connect, and then. That Star Wars game, somebody like kind of was doing the Star Wars gestures again. He was moving to a video. He wasn't actually playing the game. So they just it was a it was a show to announce the name Connect. That was the purpose of the show was to say Natal is not called Natal. It's called Connect. Um, But it didn't go over very well. Everyone just said it was very boring, very too abstract. I think for for its audience, you know. The the only one that I think is missing for me. Oh, yeah. I know which one's missing. Oh, yeah. I know. There is one definitely, definitely missing for me. The, what the part? Is it the part what made me ashamed to be a white male? It did indeed. Yes, that, yeah. that should have definitely been on this list. I which... tried so hard to look cool, oh. uh, but this man knocked me back about right, it, right back into it, the nineties, into the ice ages, because this this guy playing Dan Central didn't look. Bless him, you know he's got a lot of good, so I wouldn't have done it. Um. And there's nothing says more about, you know, this is your product, and the, the best way to sell your product is do it yourself, I guess. But, God, this this person dancing in front of real dancers, attractive real dancers, was was hard. I remember sitting where I am sitting you there saw... going, this is awful, please make him stop, <laughs> don't just take him away. You were, you were embarrassed for him, because I, I felt so embarrassed, embarrassed for him, you know, when you're like... And he did but... an interview after, and he said, like, you know, he, he put faith in his game, he, was, he said he was very short, he was very embarrassed, but... He, but, do you he... know what? In some ways, though, you sort of think, did he do it because it's like, look, anyone can do this, you don't have to be a real dancer to do it, you, you know? You don't have to have any skill at all. You don't, no, but he, told, he scored all right, he did all right, he got a lot, you know, <laughs> he pulled the moves off, but he just didn't flow properly, it was very... Uh. Jerky. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people who 
have played with Connect, right, say that Dan Central is the best thing mm. on there, which is which makes me very worried for one. Well, Child, Child uh, of Eden as well is the other one I think. Yeah, but a no, lot one's, people... no one's actually played that. It does look good, though. No yeah, one's well, played that. Everybody who's played Connect say that Dance Central's the best thing. Well, I'm worried about it because I don't want a dance game. Do you not want a dance game? I don't want a dance game. Why, why don't you want a dance game? Look, everybody loves dancing games. I like I like watching dancers. Like that's fun. I've I, because because my girlfriend is a ballet and contemporary dancer. I've been to many contemporary dance shows. I've been to ballet shows. I can appreciate them. I watch them. They're very skilled. But I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to dance in front of my Xbox. You know. Sorry. No, I, I sort of agree. I sort of agree. Luckily, I get out of the Just Dance thing, so I've not, I've not really done that very much. Um, uh, my mum said to me, she, my mom, Y'all ready for this? Sorry. Uh, my, I just my figured mom, you needed some right. dancing music. My mum uh, called me up, which is impossible because she's deaf. So my mum... <laughs> no, she didn't really. I just thought... She's what? She's deaf. Right. Ah, I get it. Uh, no, she's deaf. She's deaf, dude. What? We got one of them awkward silences we were talking about. We're very funny. We're very funny. Yeah, so she said to me, I've seen an advert, right, for this new Xbox thing. What is it? All right, and I thought, at that moment, I went, this is going to be big. Because my mom has never asked me. I mean, you know, games to her, like, she, you know, she's played the week up the time. But she said, what's this thing with the dancing and the stuff? I know when that's Connect, it's a thing where you don't need a controller. And she went, oh, okay. And I said, you want it, don't you? You want this? And she went, no, I don't know. That, that means yes to when my mum says something like that. Um, I, when I went into game today to replace FIFA, the guy was, every time I buy a game, have you bought a game lately in, in game, Stu? No, I never go into game. No, you never do, do you? But they, they push Connect big style. They're pushing it. You want to pre-order right? it? You want to pre-order Connect? Well, on the, the, the day after E3, they was pushing it. Like they were saying, "Oh, have you heard about this new Connect?" And I went, "Yes, I know about it." No, thank you. I don't want it. All right, and he just like, and then he never asked me a question again. When I walked into the game, this guy behind the counter—I mean, he was doing his job. He's trying to push it, whatever. And he was talking to these two kids and a mom. And these two kids were really excited about it. He was like, "Oh, you don't have to use a controller. You use your whole body. It's like it's like the Wii, but it's like more advanced." And like the kids were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the mom was like, oh, we'll wait till Christmas. And the guy, and I thought, this is going to be big at Christmas. I think the Connect is going to be a big deal yeah. at Christmas. I don't know. I mean, the, the, apparently the pre-orders are, are well below expectation. You know, there was expecting a lot of people. I but that, but I, I think some of that's been driven by the confusion in pricing because no one really knows yeah. how much it's going you to gotta, cost. You, got, uh, you can't judge it on pre-orders, I guess, because you got to get you got to get the momentum going. And it's only. July, and I, I really think that this is going to be a big Christmas thing, the Connect. I mean, Shop Two, Shop Two at the moment have got it listed for one hundred and twenty nine ninety nine, yeah. but they're saying, and they've 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 pretty pretty much um, quite outspoken, and so have Amazon apparently. Quite a few of the the main online retailers are saying it's got to be sub a hundred pounds if it's going to sell in big numbers. They're saying they're saying anything over a hundred pounds a bit of a death knell for it. I'm not going to say that Connect is the better of the two uh, when we're talking Connect and Move. Yeah, right. I'm not saying the Connect is the better, but I do think it's going to be the most successful. I think Connect is going to sell very well. Looking at like my mother's reaction, right? Who he's kind of wishy-washy on the Wii, 
But when she looked at that, for some reason, she lit up. And the, with that, those kids in the store, the mother, they're all like, yeah, yeah, this is kind of cool, you know? Because as soon as you say, like, the Wii, but on the Xbox, people, I don't know. I think it's going to be big Christmas. We'll see. We'll see. We the will. It's out for me, but I'm certainly not buying it. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's better than the move. I'm not particularly... I'm not bothered about either of them, quite yeah. honestly. I think a lot of people stand where we are. Yeah, I'm not really that bothered. I think there's a lot of apathy about both there's, of these things. There's really. nothing on the move and the connect that's interested us. No. Anyway, it is time to take a break, and when we come back, we are going to do Gaming Room 101. So, oh, uh, yeah. So have we, have we got some music for this week? Because I never asked we you. We do have some music. Have it's music. from the uh, Overclocked Remix site. You on that site? Yep. Yep. They take video game music and they mix it up. So here we go. Just a city oh, sorry, that's the wrong one. Here's the, this is from this is a remix of something from Team Fortress 2. So I probably won't recognize the original, but somebody else might.
Booyah! I like that. I like it's like Jean Michel Jarre doing Portal or Team Fortress or whatever. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I like that. It's cool. It had a, yeah. a cool sound to it. Yeah, yeah good stuff. Did you anybody recognize the original? I don't. I don't know if I recognize any original stuff. I, I sort of. I think the, the you know the sort of knocking sound at the beginning was the the engineer noise he makes when he's hitting his turrets and stuff. It sounded okay. like there's a few samples that I recognized. Okay. But it's cool. I liked it. I liked the sound of it. Okay. Good bass line. Like that. What do you think, Chinny? Yes. Like that? Yeah, it was alright. Man of few words. No, well. Sort of. Um, so, yes, we are back this week with uh, yeah, Gaming Room uh, 101. I've got two things that I want to put in there and never see the light of day again. So... So basically, yeah, I've got two things. Out. The, the first of which, the first of which is uh, people who comment on games who actually know nothing about them. Let's play the first clip. I've got three clips, and I'll go through each one individually and say why you know it, it qualifies. So, if you'd like to play the first clip for me, please. Okay. But tonight, it's the turn of the gaming industry to be patted on the back for its creative genius. On the shortlist are titles like Call of Duty 2, Modern Warfare, Left 4 Dead 2, Street Fighter 4, and the GTA Chinatown Wars. It's an industry worth billions, but recently it's come under fire due to the violent nature of some of its content. So, should our children be exposed to violence, even if it's in the world of fantasy? And are such games corrupting the nation's kids? So there's... They're right, okay. I mean, let's start with this guy. He's called Alan Titchmarsh. We have mentioned him on the show because he made me very sad to be British. And and he's basically a gardener, is what he is. He's a gardener. He he plants and grows things. And he writes saucy novels for women. You know, weird... Does he? Yes, he does. He does. Does he's he really? a, Yeah, he's a novelist. He writes these oh. weird sort of thriller... Sexy sort of love novels. Look it up. Dirty bastard. He is. You know, I have to check is. him out. Sounds like my kind of thing. <laughs> but this guy is just wrong on so many. Like, first of all, he doesn't. He's reading off an auto cue and can't even read it. Or someone who wrote the auto cue didn't even write it properly. Because, like, you know, we've got Call of Duty Two: Modern Warfare. Apparently, that was what they were going to call Call of Duty Two, and then they decided to change it. Yeah, obviously, yeah. and. You know, and then what really pisses me off, and this is why it pisses me off so much, is because then he goes on to say, should our children be playing these games, right? Okay. And the games he's talking about are all 18-rated games. It's not even a question, is it? Because, the, you know, these games aren't aimed at these sort of kids. You know, they're not. And, uh, yeah, he's totally wrong. And then they went on to just pretty much argue and disagree with everything you know, anything that was spoken, any sense, and the audience was clapping. So that's my first reason. Um, yeah, the next one's a bit older, so we'll play the second clip. Yeah, it's pretty amazing stuff. I was looking at it a little bit this afternoon. It's a, a new role-playing video game that is leaving nothing to the imagination. Mass Effect is what it's called. Uh, it's made for Microsoft's Xbox system, and it features some, in some parts of this, you'll see full uh, digital nudity. Imagine. And the ability for the players to engage in graphic sex and the, the person who's playing the game gets to decide exactly what's going to happen between the two people, if you know what I mean. Now, the game is rated M for mature. However, critics say that Mass Effect is being marketed to kids and to teenagers. 
Okay, right. I don't even know what this woman is called, right? I don't even know her name, right? But on the news site, you know, when she was doing the news, the the you know they have like a title for the news, right? The title was Sex Box. That <laughs> that's clever because because it's the Xbox and and they made it you know, Sex Box. Do you know how this woman has apologized for this? I don't care what she's done, right? She yeah, said. Well, well, I'll, let, let me explain what happens to this woman after this, right? After this. This whole thing, this is pretty big, right? To us, <laughs> it's not really that big. Um, it's not like an oil spill or anything. But um, <laughs> after this, her book, she's got a book on, I don't know, flowers. Um, she, I uh, <laughs> had something like that. She, she, her book received so many negative reviews, and it was all one star ratings on Amazon, wasn't it? Yeah, Everybody just gave it one because star. everyone says I've never read this book. But I know that it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is brilliant. Uh, right. Her name is Cooper Lawrence, by the way. Yeah, Cooper Lawrence, and uh, really she apologised. She she full out, flat out apologised because she. And then she later on went to say, when she actually did see the cutscenes, the sex scene, that the one sex scene, it's no worse than that than what you would see in Lost or something. I, I think the thing is, right, we, we could have played a bit, I could have done a bit more of the clip, because she goes, <laughs> when there's a guy who comes on to defend video games, basically, and his first question was, have you played Jeff the Keighley. game? Jeff Keighley. Yeah, have you played the game? And she went, no. <laughs> it was just, and he was like, the, it's got full sex in it. Can you imagine? Can you imagine full sex in a game? You choose. It's like, you know, can you feel the boob or the, the front bum? Yeah, know, I can imagine that. that. But you know what You know what game doesn't have complete sex? Uh-huh. Mass Effect. Tell you. Yeah. It was on the sex box. Uh, so that's my the second box. I love the sure. question mark, too. There. And, I was like, um, oh, yeah, maybe it's I, like this. And then I have one more clip. And this Band guy... Form, decide. This guy really epitomizes the reason the, that people who can talk about games who know nothing about them needs to go into Room 101. So let's Lee play Boy the trigger man in the DC Beltway snipings mm-hmm. was trained by John Muhammad on Halo. That came out at M- Malvo's trial. It was reported by a network. Lee Boy that Malvo was, the... was young. He was 17 years old, I believe. Yeah, exactly. And in fact, uh, Muhammad knew to do that because the army was using Halo on a sniper base to do one thing: to get the snipers prepared psychologically to be willing to kill as snipers. And so in the military, what the people on the other side of the aisle here who are saying this has no effect on anyone are rebutting everything that the Department of Defense knows and that we learned in the Lee Boyd Malvo case. All right. So basically, in the Lee Boyd Malvo case, he was trained to be a sniper by playing Halo. That is, that is basically what Jack Thompson was saying there. I mean, yeah, this... Huh? This guy is on crack. He's off his trolley, isn't he? You know, it's like, okay, I've actually found a, a site where there's all the quotes he made regarding games. And that there's so many here. And you're just like, oh, oh, my God. So, okay, here we go. I'll, do, I'll just read a few of these out. And this, I've got to say, just seals the fate of these people and everybody who talks about games who knows nothing going into Room 101 or Gaming Room 101. Uh, Sims 2, the latest version of the Sims video game franchise, contains, according to video game news sites, full frontal nudity, including nipples, penis, labia, and her. What? Yeah, every time I see somebody's hair in the street, I just think, yeah, just put it away. Oh, baby. So graphic. <laughs> yeah, I go, oh, God, look at that hair. Oh, hair. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Here's another one. This one's this one's a good one. You know there are sociopaths everywhere. Some of them are in government. 
Some of them are at take two. In fact, we got a bunch of sociopaths in Edinburgh, Scotland, sitting around in kilts, sipping their single malt whiskey, spreading racial, hurtful stereotypes in this country. That's what he said about, about you know, Grand Theft Auto developers take or, or publishers take two. There you go. That's that's what he thought. And and the final one, I'll leave. I will leave you this one because he does now get a bit of religion involved. He says, "The Bible doesn't promote killing innocent people. Grand Theft Auto does. Islam does. Islam promotes the killing of innocent people. The Quran requires the infidel, whether Jew or Christian, to be killed." That's a core essence of the religion. Muhammad was a pirate who killed infidels and who advocated the killing of infidels. Not a nice guy. Osama bin Laden is keeping with his fine tradition. So he's basically comparing Grand Theft Auto to Islam and terrorists. So there you go. I will leave you with that one. So so tell me why this can't To be honest, if this was up to me, I'd bang it straight in room 101. So I'm very curious to see how Duke's going to defend this. Well, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people don't know anything about games at all. And the only exposure that they have to video games comes through Fox News or doofus dinguses. Look, Fox News is not going to let somebody on the air who knows what they're talking about when it comes to video games. Therefore, people who watch these shows are going to get some bad information about video games through these idiots... But then they might stumble upon a response or somebody reacting to it who will then give them some good information. And it's very unlikely that they're going to come to that good information any other way. That is a good argument, I have to say. I have very good argument. That is a really good argument. So what you're basically saying is because of the bad story giving the publicity, the yes. counter-publicity saying it isn't a bad thing will It gives also... them a chance to get their foot in the door and say, wait, 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 here's the truth. You're full of crap. And people ultimately get to make up their own mind. And it's sensationalistic and it's stupid, but eventually people realize, oh wait, that's not the truth. And it's one more way for people to realize that Fox News often sensationalizes everything and does not present a real, honest portrayal of a situation, much less a fair and balanced portrayal of sensationalistic news. Yeah, I mean, the only the only counter-argument I would give to that, though, is you know, would, would the... You know, the counter-arguments be promoted on Fox News as well as the the ones they'd initially Of course done. not. No, they'll have to have... But, you know, somebody might be like, oh, you know, some old person might say to their son, like, I heard you're playing Mass Effect, it's probably got all that nudity. And then the son might be able to go, no, look, it's not true, and here's why. And, you know, ugh, here's that person you saw on Fox News, she actually said this. Take a look at this email, mom, or whatever it is. So it's granted it's not going to come from the same source, but it does open that door and it does lead to a chance of that person having, you know, new information put in front of them that well, they in, probably wouldn't get otherwise. Well, in that case, I've got to ask you: Is it allowed into Room One Hundred One or Gaming Room? No, we need to have idiotic morons on TV. Ah, oh, God! I thought that was a definitely going in that one. I thought I had that one in the bag. What do you think, Chinny? It's an interesting point you bring up. I must say. Because the only exposure, the only chance that some people get to correct them is when the facts are so wrong yeah. that it's ridiculous. Like this Mass Effect thing. That and it totally, makes us fall. It, to- it totally blew up in her face, those yeah. remarks about Mass Effect. Yeah. So for all the people that went, oh, look at this stupid sex simulator game, a ton of people, I mean, all right, there's probably a lot of people that just read that story and just moved on and, and thought 
forever, and he's still they, they were, always. They, 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 were, they were reassured that the nothing yeah. good is coming out of the entertainment but, industry. But then you got like twenty, thirty percent of those people who did say that, and somebody else stepping going, "Oh, actually, no, she's wrong. That that sex scene isn't that that graphic, and the game is completely not about sex." And they're like, they go, "Oh, okay." So yeah. the game is good, and it's she's now. I would wrong. definitely allow in these three people. Yeah, but that wasn't what I was putting in. I was putting people who talked about games who knew nothing about them. So I've got to say, if it's not going in, it's if, not if going that, in. If, that, if you do have to put that in now, you have to put me in, because I talk about games and I know nothing about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there's a good reason not to put it in. Though. Yeah, that's right. A lot of us would have to go in there. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Okay. Well, I have, I have got a second thing. All right, I'll tackle this one then. So I'm yeah. in this one. This one can't not go in. It can't not go in. Okay. <laughs> it really can't. Right. Yeah, I have got a clip again just to uh, right. show you what this is. So if you'd like to play the clip, please. I learned the truth a long time ago. Being afraid of the dark is where keeps most of us alive. Again. What's going on, Carnby? That's what I'm trying to figure out here. Some gateways should never be opened. Hello? Hello? Some fears should never be seen. I don't think we're supposed to be here. And some terrors can never be stopped. Every culture's got a story about the end of the world, doesn't it? But not every story starts to become true. Now, you know, have you guessed what it is, Ginny? I know what it is. That that is the trailer for Alone in the Dark, the movie. It is, it is. (laughs) Stop with the sound bites, it's not a quiz. (laughs) Yeah, and the thing I want to put in there, it isn't Alone in the Dark, it's actually the director-producer, Yui Ball. And the reason I want to put that in there is because this guy is an absolute idiot. He is an idiot, right? He started making films in the early 90s, but he really didn't get sort of famous or infamous is probably a better word for it until he started deciding to do adaptations of video games. And one of the first ones of those he did was actually House of the Dead. And it was terrible. It was just such a shit film. Uh, Sorry for the swearing, but it has to be said. It has to be said. Uh, but basically, it's about this group of teenagers that ends up going to an island where there's supposedly going to be a rave, but it's actually overrun by zombies instead. And critics hated it, right? Wait, Bas- I'm sorry, what, where, what did they think it was going to be? A rave, apparently. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> really, if that was in the middle of a in the dark... <laughs> in a world where the stars, <laughs> yeah, um, open another dimension. It's just full of ravers. But rotten... you got some pills, mate. You got some pills. Rotten Tomatoes ranked it forty-first out of a hundred worst films ever in the two thousand. Wow, that's pretty bad. With a rating of four percent, it got four percent. Man, and it was that bad. It's pretty rare, actually. Do you know what his defense of the film was for House of the Dead? What's that? He said, it's based on a game where you just shoot stuff. What did you expect? 
Wow. So that, That's that, ridiculous. That was his defense <sighs> for that, for that film. Okay, next one. Alone. I want to watch it now. I might download all of you Evil's films and watch them in one big go. Oh my god. But yes, Alone in the Dark came out. It's brilliant. It's shooting. What do you, what, what do you want? <laughs> He's got a point, though. He's like, <laughs> he said, it's just a fast pace. Of course my movie's shit. What do you expect? <laughs> it's okay. like trying to make a film from, like, Braid. Uh, just, now, the next well, one, now, the next one gives me a couple of reasons that he has to go in there. Um, yeah, I mean, the first, the first reason is, obviously, Alone in the Dark was just another completely shit film. Okay. <laughs> that apparently made no sense. And everything that was in it was just taken from other films. Apparently, he just sort of missed... Oh, so missed... it's like the game, then? It's like the game. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Shit, it made no sense, and they just copied a lot of other games. Not only that, but the, the Stinkers Awards in 2005, it got Worst Picture, Worst Director, and Worst Special Effects. Oh. And, it, and it got uh, a Calvin Award for Worst Picture. And at the Razzies, it got the Worst Director and the Worst Actress as well. I mean, this film... But it still managed, believe it or not, it still managed to make $2 million in its opening weekend. It managed to make two million dollars, but he gets why they keep getting made. And it was rubbish, rubbish. But the 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 final reason there's a couple, there's two more. The 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 next reason is that he also did Postal. Have you heard of Postal? Yeah. You know Postal the game. He did Postal and film. This film, right? Guess who was the baddie in this film? Who do you uh, think the baddie was in this film? Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you who. Osama bin Laden was in this film. Well. Not really him, but obviously someone playing Osama, <laughs> yeah, no, Osama bin Laden. As they're, trying to look, they're trying to look for Osama bin Laden. He's the last place you look. He's on a film set. It is. Blast. It is. And, it, you know, when you're just like, oh, my God. Uh, they, they also had Vern Troyer as himself. Oh, yeah. Mini-Me. As himself. No, he played himself. Yeah, but like, it is Mini-Me. For people yeah, who don't is. know what his real name and they had a guy playing George W. Bush. And the finishing of this film was them walking away across a field, right? You know, exchanging pleasantries whilst a nuclear bomb went off in the background. That was the end of this film. That was the end of this film. And the final reason, before you start your reasons as why I can't... And I don't know how you can not let me put this in there. I really don't. Um, but yeah, the, the final reason, and, and this has got to be the winner, really. This really has. He basically put out to everybody, all the critics, right, who didn't like his films, he put out a challenge to them in 2006 called Put Up or Shut Up. And he released a press release saying, right, that his five harshest critics challenging them each to a 10-round boxing match. This is, this is absolutely true. And he's, he had some film directors, Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery. And to qualify, critics had to have written two extremely negative reviews of any of his films. And if you had, he challenged you to a boxing match to sort it out. So there you go. That's why he needs to go in. So tell me why you shouldn't. Okay, right. First of all, if, just because he's German, that means you're racist. So for that reason, we can't. Um, so, yeah, that's one reason. The other reason is... A serious reason is he's he's buying the rights to these games, all right, and he's making terrible films from them. Now I'm a big believer that games should be games, films should be films, and books should be books. I mean there are some crossovers that work, but for the most part we've learned that games and films should be separated, right? Now if he's buying the rights to all these games, that means no big Hollywood studio is going to wreck the, our games 
So at least when we know he's going to make it, it's just going to be shit, and it won't get our hopes up when a big Hollywood studio buys Prince of Persia and makes us think it's going to be good. But apart from that, I can't think of a reason not to put him in. So uh, I'm afraid he's going in, Stu. Hey! You ball is in for him. There we go. No I think reason for this man to be in the world. I have no idea. I have no argument. This man is, uh, is awful. He's just an utter as well. I mean, he, the guy is mental. He, he's uh, deranged. I don't know how he gets funding for it. <laughs> I don't know what he does. Who knows? Anyway, that, $12 that was... Million, $12 million House of the Dead cost. And it, it made $2 million, but Made $5 million. Postal only made about $146,000. That was it. That well, was it. The Dark is $12 million, yeah. And it made $5 million. Yeah. And Blood Rain, which is another game. That's right. That was one of his uh, early That cost him... So he's gone down. I mean, he's been asking for... Tw- oh, no, no. Sorry. $12 million was the first budget that he had for a film. And then $20 million, And then $25 million. So not only is he getting funded, he's getting more money. Here, give me money, and I'll lose it all. Like, what, what? How does he do that? How? I have no idea. I have no idea. What a lunatic! The guy is is a lunatic. I've, you know, I, you know, I can't even say any more on that. I've, Hold you know, on. He, he says apparently in the commentary of *The Land in the Dark*, Ball explains how he funds his films. This is a quote from that commentary. Maybe you know it, but. It's not so easy to finance movies in total. And the reason I am able to do these kinds of movies is I have a tax shelter fund in Germany. And if you invest in a movie in Germany, you basically get 50% back from the government. So there you go. So he's worked a kind of like a little... A loophole. Well, I I hope he stops working it now he's in gaming. Germany should should, should, uh, stop this. Just, just, just for UE Ball. Just say sorry, UE Ball. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Like they ban violent video games. They should ban UE Ball at the same yeah, time. They should That's bring in violent video games and ban UE Ball. Righty ho! I think we need to sort of wrap up and uh, yeah, get out of here at some point. So I have got, uh, I've got a couple of emails. So you shouldn't say wrap up and then start reading emails. Yeah, That's true, not I shouldn't wrap up time. No, it's it's email it's time. time. Read some email. It's email time. Now, last week, you know, we had the guy from Privates. Private guy on. He sent yeah. us. Well, I sent him a reply and I asked him a few questions about his games because he said, "Ask some questions." So I did. So I did. So yeah. the the questions that I asked was, uh, "As you developed the game using X and A, how did you get it to look so good?" And from the small bit of in-game footage, what did he say? Magic. Yeah, worked so well compared to most of the other games out on the indie service. Uh, also, also, how did you come up with the idea for the game? As it's a very unique setting. So those are the two questions I asked him, and this is what he replied. So he, he did a little quote, as you develop games using next day, how do you get to look so good? And he said, ha ha, it's because Zombie Cow Studios has some insanely talented guys on board now. Uh, Chris Simpson, the coder, and Andy Hoggitz, the artist. Uh, they both know what they're doing and are working full-time flat out to get privates looking as amazing as it possibly can for such a small team. So there you go. So that's why it looks so cool. Hard work is yep. the answer. This one I'm a little bit more worried about. Uh, how did you come up with the idea for the game? As it's a very unique setting. Well, and he I was said, uh, screwing this girl. And <laughs> <laughs> no, he basically says, hmm, I'm not sure, really. <laughs> I, I'd been thinking around the topic for a few weeks. And inspirations. You see, we all think about sex all the time, so that's nothing new, is it? That's not unique. Huh. 
He was obviously thinking about... Uh, I think you're speaking for yourself. Then. Maybe. Oh, that could just be me. What's uh, that Woody Allen film where he's a sperm and they're all everything training... Everything you wanted to know about sex that we're afraid to ask. Yeah, to afraid to there ask. There you go. And inspiration suddenly hit me one day, and I typed up a document stuffed full of ideas, and that doc eventually became uh, the game's design doc, and everything went from there. So there you go. So thank you very much for that, Dom. Uh, it's quite interesting. So that's our, our first one, and we have got some more. Uh, yeah, uh, the Decay guy. Decay guy. You know, you played Decay. We both liked that, didn't we? Yeah, Decay. Did I, I play Decay? No, no you cool should enough. do. Should do. It's cool. It's a cool little game. And two's coming out soon. And anyway, two's coming out. So I sent him an email saying, uh, you know, um, you know, we really like your game. Can you tell us a bit more about it? And he said, "That's." Uh, he said, "What I can do is answer any questions by email." Now I haven't found any, but I thought I would mention it on the show. And if anyone wants us to ask him any questions, we could send them on to him. So, yeah, if you've got any questions about Decay, you should check it out anyway and go and have a look at it because it is a really cool little indie game called Decay, and it's it's very new, cool. So. Yeah, check that out. Yeah, we had a, had another one off Matthew Duchette or Duchette. I hope I pronounced his name right. Probably haven't. If it's um, French, it's probably Duchette. Duchette, Duchette, Duchette. Anyway, he's the uh, co-founder and game producer of Zeno Games. That's probably pronounced wrong as well. Or Z- Zona, oh. Z- Zena, Zona. I don't know. Anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, but he made uh, Decimation X, the little indie game Decimation X, which is like Space Invaders, really, really cool. And he said, yeah, he, he said, basically, he said, Stuart, because uh, he left us a nice review on Podbean, so I said, thanks for the review. And he said, Stuart, you're welcome. I love that you are covering the Xbox Live indie games. There are many gems in there worthy of recognition. Uh, feel free to contact me on my social networks, Facebook, uh, Twitter, etc. So there you go. So he sent us a nice, he said he left us a nice, uh, a nice comment on Podbean. So that was really cool yeah. of him. Yeah, uh, thank you. And we've had one more, yeah, which is off. My Colifant. My Colifant. Uh, which is the guy who did Tunescape. So we've had loads of indie developers email us this week, which is really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. And he basically says, Hi there. As some of you who reviewed my previous game, Tunescape, thanks. I thought yeah, you might be interested in my new game, Avatar Pinball. So he's basically currently making a, a game that uses ragdoll physics, which allows you to have your avatar curled up into a ball, and that becomes the pinball ball. So there you go. Hmm. So he says he will send us a, a couple of codes and let us know when it's coming out so we can have a play of it and see what we think. So All right. Yeah, so thank you, Mike. So there I you will go. not accept any codes. Yeah, well, we can give those away, can't we? So we can yes, I think that's the right thing to do. Yes, as always. Have you given yours away, by the way? Your squirrel No, code? not yet, but I haven't used it. If anybody wants a code... For the squirrel, you should you should do the contest and be like, send an email to podcast at the veteran gamers. Yeah, that never okay. that never works. It's that said, like the, the person who has the best reason why they should get the code will win. You got to give them okay. a little something to do. If you want a free indie game, a good free indie Ooh, game, I've got an idea. I've got I've got an idea. Oh, so sorry, Duke, but you pissed all no, over. My, no, my idea is better. I think you know you know when Duke gave that clue for the game that nobody would get. <laughs> Right, and I came up with an an alternate clue. You know, maybe we could do that. I could give the alternate clue, and if you get that, they can have the code because you should get it from my alternate clue. All right, what's your alternate clue? Let's do it. So yes, I came up with an alternative clue, which obviously Duke wouldn't let me use. Well, so not he, for my T-shirt. You can no. Use it all you want, but just don't say that I'm going to be giving anybody anything if they get this clue. Well, right. this this is quite a good thing because then they'll get to find out what the game was as well. Yeah, finally. Now that I, nobody cares right. anymore. 
This is a game, right? Uh, Stu's got to give you a clue to what the game is. If you yep. get it right, email the show podcast at veterangamers.co.uk and that you get a free, the first, I don't know, I'll just pick one at random, that's the fairest way. Out of um, all the ones that are correct? Yeah. yeah. Out of all the ones that are correct, I'll pick one at random. No bias, but if you give me money, it will influence. Uh, and you get a free good indie game. Yeah. Go. Okay. So, yeah, so basically, um, yeah, it was a game that most people will recognize. So here we go. This is my alternative clue to the rubbish one that you gave. Here we go. A man lays the road with the black stuff and rescues a baby from a burning house. So there you go. That's, that is the clue for this game. So a man lays the road with the black stuff and rescues a baby from a burning house. So there you go. How about that? There you go. There you go. Okay, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's shout-out time, and we need to get the hell out of here. So, uh, yeah. yeah, Duke, do you want to start? Yes, my shout-out is to Bongo the Sane for being, quote, his words, right there with me on the Braid Modern Warfare 2 thing. So cheers to him. And also, I will shout-out Quanrin for posting the most bizarre movie trailer anybody yes, has it, ever seen. It is ever. very bizarre. That man's got problems. Why? What is it? If it's it's school. It's Japanese. Surprise, surprise. It's about a robotic geisha that turns into a tank, and then these school girls, school girls are getting stabbed in the rectum with a sword, and oh then there's God. some ninja who's like, and then people are spraying milk out of their breasts. It's just really no, weird. Come on, no, 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 the worst, stupid. the weirdest, weirdest, worst bit was she stabs some bloke in the eyes with two breaded shrimps. Is this, is this an anime or something? No, no, it's a live action <laughs> film. It's quite weird shit. Does he seriously like this, it's, or did he just post it? I know he, he says, "Oh, your brain's gonna melt." Here's the link. <laughs> does, he, does he like it though? Does he say this oh, film is gonna I be? Well, I don't know, but presumably he thinks the world needs to see at least the trailer. So I think, do you know? I think it was as a result of your Frankenhooker stuff. I think you. You know what, so... Frank? See, I was thinking about that. Like, oh, people are gonna say I'm crazy because of Frankenhooker. Yeah. But here's the thing. Frankenhooker is a silly movie that for 15 minutes at the end gets really weird and freakish and bizarre. Okay? This movie is probably really silly for five minutes, and then it has fried shrimp stabbing in the eyes, rectum stabbing <laughs> schoolgirls, and Transformer <laughs> tank geisha, whatever the hell. Just, oh. It is It is a very crazy robo geisha or something it was called. Creepy, man. Give me freaking nightmares. Robo geisha. I'll see you. I miss that. I miss that entry. Memoirs of a geisha. I really do. Uh, it's very funny. Didn't see robots. Anyway, Ginny, have you got? So some yeah, shout- I will shout out Quanry. Stop posting stuff like that. There's my shout. Yeah, Ginny, have you got some shout outs for us? I have uh, not got any shout. <laughs> I can't think of any. Excellent. Um, no, I'll shout out um, um, uh, lollipops, uh, FIFA ten, uh, my chair. Um, it's like when you're a kid and you're doing Mad Libs, and it's like you're looking around the room like book. Yeah. I'll put book down. Yeah, lollipops, watch yeah, uh, <laughs> said and uh, uh, Mosha. Oh, and uh, Red Cap because he's Xbox died. Oh, it happens. You both went. It's like a living. Let's have a moment of silence for Red Cap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. That's how. Uh, Excellent. Yes. Uh, talking of Xboxes, by the way, I put me deposit down on my new one. I've been, mm. I've been doing that this week, so yeah, I'm trading in the old Elite oh, for a, a brand spanker in about 10 days' time, apparently. 
Brown spanking I'll let you know. I'll let you know what I mean when I've got Hello, I can't wait to get it in. It's got new ports at back and it's dead quiet. I love it, mate. And it's connect ready. There you go. <laughs> it's connect ready. I don't have to use extra plug, you see. So I just bang it in back and it's fine. I dance around and everything. Excellent. I might um, do a whole podcast like this. And I'll also shout. Yeah, the forums. The forums is going really well. I'm, I'm dead impressed. I'm I, really... I, I, I'll have to say, I've got to confess now. Yeah. I don't go on them that much, you I know, know why? right? Because I'm—I don't know. I mean, you've—you know me, Stu. I don't really—I read a lot of them, but if I don't feel the need to comment, I don't. Yeah, yeah. But I do read them, so I don't know. I just some people. Well, you don't want to fill them with spam. So if, yeah, if you don't have anything to say, just don't say anything. Yeah. But some I mean, like you know, do. like new member introductions. I usually yeah, like I'll find someone saying like, oh, I liked Ico or something. Yay! So yeah, cheers yeah. to all our new members. Yeah, so I was going to say, yeah, big posters. We've got Dave Dog. He's he's posted thirty seven, so that's quite good. Uh, John Mao five thirty one, so he's quite big. And Ender eight three seven has posted thirty, so that's really cool. So keep it up. Yeah, we're liking the post. And Ender's name is uh, probably a reference to Orson Scott Card book. Whoop! I love Ender's game. That's a great. Yeah, yeah, Ender's story. It is a really great story. They should make that into a film. Yeah, they should. Yui Ball should do it. I know. Oh, he's no. <laughs> Besides, he can't. He's in Room 101. He is. Can't make any more films. Um, and then the new, me- purgatory. new members this week. So we've got Filthy, em- Emsley, Kudmorrow, Surface Lizard, Jim, Serbs, Quamrian, Unified Theory. Uh, interesting one there. Uh, Hard McCore. And a special one for Soul Finger 74. Soul Finger 74. Because. Why is it special? Be- because he had no wo- no friends on his friends list when he came on the... And he hasn't even got a headset. Oh, man. Oh, oh, no well, friends. How did he get his Xbox? Did he find his Xbox? Well, <laughs> I, yeah, funnily enough, I asked... Yeah, the arcade ones don't have... Uh, yeah, I asked him the same question. I said, sort of, how can you not have a headset? Have they stopped giving them, you know, when you buy your console? You well, I bought mine used, for instance. I had to go out and buy a headset. Yeah, well, I know. Well, what I found out, he got an arcade unit and they don't give them... Yeah, with the they arcade. don't pack them in. So that is, and so that also, is. what are you getting an arcade for? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you doing? Come on! Because oh, people on. just do that sort of stuff. Anyway. Come on, Shelley. So welcome, welcome. And I think we did have one more. Just let me double check. There was one more, wasn't there? I'm just sort of flicking through his post to see. And yeah, and we had Hawkson who's joined and Ian W99. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Some welcome. Yeah, so so keep coming anyway. Yeah, more people the better. Yeah, come so, on down, folks. Yeah, get yourselves onto them forums and get posting. Well, you, passed, yeah. you passed the thread, Stuart, the new Predators film. Were you into that? I am, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, come on, Robert Rodriguez mixed with Predators, how can it go wrong? Really? Uh, it does look pretty funky. Oh, does look but like I mean, the, the, the plot they're, looks they're, pretty standard, I mean. They're, this, a game, uh, they're, they're part of a game. game reserve. We're the prey. Wah, 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 wah. It does look like the better, it looks better than AVP or whatever. Yeah, you know, the latest Alien Of course, that's not hard to do. No. no, you could put like a a chair in a room and it'd be better than that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna go see room chair. That's a good move. I have faith. I I like Robert Rodriguez. You could put a man in a phone box for for an hour and a half. Oh no, that's phone uh, booth. Uh, that's Doctor Who. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, that's not a phone box. Yeah, it's not. No. Yeah. It. And and actually inside it's not really that either. It's you see that thing on the internet? It's like we while you were out, little cards that you know they put on the door. It said. 
we came by your house in order to, and then the little boxes are like, you know, like change light bulbs or clean up. And it says exterminate. And we were unable to because of, and then they wrote in the doctor. There you go. There you go. Do, do you watch yeah. Doctor Who, by the way? My wife does. She loves him. It's brilliant. It's really the good. One. I, I like admit, Orbital's version of the theme song. That was good. I must admit, uh, I've only watched one of them, right? And what, ever? No, 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 of the new series. Oh. New and uh, I, I, I saw Matthew Smith in an interview with Jonathan Ross, right? And he was so irritating. Like, and it immediately put me off him. Like he just—he's got a weird face. I mean, you must have missed you. He has got a weird he's a face. Doctor, though. I think he's right, but he is a brilliant doctor, a fantastic he doctor. He is. I think he better than David good. Tennant, better than Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Well, the Duchess really likes. Is it Tom Baker? Well, Tom Baker, the original yeah. one. Well, that's all. He's not even. No, he's, he's not, not really. The, original. He's no. not the original one. He was one of the early ones. Well, yeah. whatever. She, was, really, she really likes him. She says he's, he's the of, best one. So. He's one of the most famous ones. Yeah, that's yes. my era. That's my hero and Tom, Tom Baker. Tom okay. Baker is he's known for doing Little Britain now. He does the voice. Well, he does. He used to do the voice. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Okay. So there you go. And yeah, right, just, yeah. Weren't we finishing up? Just, uh, just yeah. last thing. Last thing. We have got another iTunes review. So, oh, we have. I was yeah. wondering about that. Right? So, so thank you ever so much for that. Keep them coming because we since we've been the veteran gamers, I think we've had at least one every single week. Yeah, well, so. we've ended that this week because we've been talking about. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> So hopefully people will keep those coming. So keep the iTunes reviews coming in. Uh, yeah, we've had a couple of American ones. So get some more American ones on there and America. American ones. I do oh, check. Yeah. I do check. Can I share of... Chipper Cipher as well because I kicked his ass. Yeah, cause... America, take uh, that. I do check Canadian. out the Canadian iTunes. Oh, Canadian. <laughs> uh, but but we haven't got one on there yet. So do you check the um, Australian one. I have checked the Australian. Australian. We have two Australians. Have you checked the Iraqi one? How about Cameroon? Haven't, no. Have you checked East, uh, Paraguay? East, East Timor? Brazil? No. I did check this. Argentina? I checked the Saudi. India? No, I checked Saudi Arabia because we have the guy who listens in Dubai still. You know, he's still listening. Is, to does it. he still uh, listen? That's uh, a United Arab Emirates dude. But but on that on that iTunes, there is nothing on there. <laughs> there is literally, they don't have podcasts. Podcasts aren't on there. You know, you're not allowed to do any of that stuff, apparently. So there you go. Um, do care about any of these teams left in the World Cup? I know, yeah. Uh, so anyway, this... I, I gotta be honest, I just don't care at by all. By the way, we did it. have an iTunes review. I haven't read it yet. So I'm sure... Go ahead, read it. So it's, yeah, it could uh... be one star. These guys suck. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> I thought they were talking about video games. They're going on about weird robot geisha movies. <laughs> uh, PJPD Gamer 1234. So there oh, I know him. Yeah. And his heading is... OMG, which is uh, oh my god, I believe. If you damn actually, it. it's uh, obstetrics it. mustard it's a, gas. It's a Russia song, right? There you go. Oh my god! Uh, and basically, it says in the past, I've waited every month for the PSN3 podcast, and by luck, I stumbled upon this. I can't express in words how awesome it is to have a podcast like this every week with so <laughs> <laughs> with so much interesting and captivating content. Must have paid this guy. I know. I think he probably posted to the wrong one. He's like, oh. I didn't mean to put on this podcast. Oh crap! I pressed a bit there. Yeah. So thank you ever so much for that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's how do you stumble across a podcast? You like walk across the street and you know, oh, no, oh, it's it's a floor. I have. No I got idea. something on my shoe. It's a podcast. Oh, Thanks though. That's really nice. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm glad so you enjoy it. And what what podcast did he say he liked? Uh, PSN three. I've never heard of that. I, that's quite a popular one. It is quite one of the PlayStation one. Yeah, one of the bigger PlayStation podcasts. So there you go. 
But we love everybody. We we don't bother about what platform. Yeah, we like. Come on down. Oh, even people who love PC gaming recognize we don't talk about it, but you know they still love this this show. There you go. So I'd be a fan of PC games if I could afford PC games. Like to afford the PC that runs. Yeah, for to run PC games. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. so that's that's about it. The last, the only last thing I wanted to mention because Quan did tell We're me never to mention. Getting out of here, man. I know. Is no. uh, yeah, if you want to look up any arcade or indie reviews, go to www.xblaratings.com. So there you go, and that that rates all the arcade and indie games. Uh, so there you go. And on that note, <laughs> Sorry, I have a figure in my mouth. And on that note, we need to get the hell out of here. So yeah, see ya. I watched. See ya. Uh, I watched Bronson. The film. If like Bronson the film, oh Bronson, I'm Charles Bronson. Oh, he's completely Britain. Do 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 do. <laughs> I can love that. <laughs> All right, I'm done with these stupid songs. I'm done as well. Bye. I'm a squirrel in space. I'm a squirrel <laughs> in space. I jump around and throw balls. That's right. No explanation to why I'm a squirrel. I'm just a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs>